0: let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Bet that. Hello everybody and welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast. His I, Colton Robertson. And this is another very special episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. It is the Star Wars tournament. Round of 32, baby. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up? What up? Glad to be back. Got a lot of good matchups today. Oh, ton of great matchups and no better way to celebrate the two-year anniversary of the Penny Bloom podcast and I'm recording this right here. Kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, was- I mean, I, I, it, it's funny because I, I looked at my Snapchat memories today and it was like three years ago today I was at graduation. But, like, mm. to me, two years ago today was the start of the Penny Bloom podcast. <laughs> That's what Dang. I remember. I didn't remember that I graduated three years ago today. I thought that was fucking funny.
1: My memory... Yeah, it was also graduation, obviously. Naturally. And uh, a year ago was the uh, SpaceX first manned flight. Oh yes. Um, that was a year ago. So pretty cool day. Uh, today. overall
0: overall solid day. Pretty overall cool day. day. Uh, but yeah, and uh, to celebrate these Star Wars characters we're about to talk about and the two-year anniversary of the Penny Balloon Pod, I have a package here that I have received. It's a pre-order uh, from seven or eight months ago, something like that, when I was doing a bunch of pre-orders for action figures and pop figures. And I know it's a Star Wars character in here. I just don't know what. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take a guess.
1: Okay,
0: yes. yeah, okay gonna go ahead.
1: Yes. I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to guess it's Mandalorian-related.
0: Mandalorian-related, okay. Judging well, there's that the possibility, it was there's seven a eight months
1: ago, though, if you well, that's order thing it, is
0: that like, it, and it, it doesn't have to be seven or eight months ago. It could be as recent as like four. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, okay. I have done pre-orders. Like, I've done nothing but pre-orders when I've ordered things. I don't get things as soon as they come out. Ah. Ooh, so I don't know what has what's coming out. I don't know when I'm do things. I just know that eventually I will be getting them.
1: I'm gonna still go with Mandalorian related then.
0: All right, my I money, feel like
1: that's that's a good.
0: I feel like that's, that's fair. I, my guess is Clone Wars related. Interesting. I'm gonna open it up though. Going to open it up, and we're going to see. It's going to be Mando
1: and Grogu.
0: We got ourselves a Funko Pop. Ben Solo. Oh, there he is.
1: Ben Just Solo as,
0: doing the Han Solo shrug uh-huh. with the lightsaber in his hand. Uh huh. And yeah. old Ben. All right, cool. I forgot I ordered that. So dope. The scene. Luckily, I didn't buy buy the one at Target the other day. That would have sucked. That would have sucked
1: because that would have that would have made that a lot less exciting.
0: <laughs> I'd have been like, "Ah, oh, fuck! You're kidding." And now I got to go return really? one of these. Yeah, but dope. I'm glad. I'm glad. Cool. I like Ben. I like Ben. I wish we could have got some more of him, but I like Ben. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, that one tweet you did send, or maybe it was Kyler where he was like, you I know sent the it, prince." Yeah. Like he had so prince many titles. Habu, he's like, he's prince like the John of Snow. He's like the Jon yes. Snow of yes. Star Wars.
0: Ben how solo. And then yeah,
1: just kill him, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. I and see there's it's Star Wars, you know, and we're we're getting into this like realm where it's like can you can you really determine how far the bounds of the force go? Could you bring someone back to life? They could write that in if they wanted, you know what I'm saying? I don't True. think they will. And I don't think they should, but they could. I mean, look what they've done for Ahsoka.
1: Imagine the baby between Rey and Kylo, though.
0: Be a pretty powerful child. That's a baby.
1: That's, right a baby. That's a baby. I mean, we don't know what they did. The camera was only on their face. Couldn't really see what was going on down below. There <laughs> could be the possibility of a Skywalker Palpatine baby.
0: Well, there's the, there's the theory that, you know, when he brought Ray back to life, he he literally brought her back to life with life. Hand was on the tummy. Hand was on the tummy. But here's the thing. If that's the case, that's a little fucked up.
1: <laughs> that is a little fucked up. Hey, I'm going to bring you back to life and all, but like.
0: Now you have to carry my child. That's, that's, a, that's a little rapey. That's a little rapey. That
1: is a little rapey.
0: I hope uh I, I really hope that's not the route they go. <laughs> that's true. We've
1: had we we've had incest before, um, in Star Wars, Luke and Leia. I guess they didn't know, and it was just a smooch. And it, it was just, just and it was just to get Han jealous at the end yeah, of the day. Exactly.
0: I love I love it in Return of the Jedi when he's like, Go on with him. I know and he's like, I know that, you know, if if you guys have that connection, I'm not gonna stand in your way. He's like, It's not like that. I do love him. He's my brother, <laughs> and Han's like, oh shit! You know, Fuck, I yeah.
1: I have a theory that George Lucas was the nice guy in high school, and he lost his girl to the you know the jerk, the Steve Ooh, Harrington. Go, like, yeah, yeah, and I, I I feel like you know he was trying to go with like when Leia kissed Luke, like showing the the bad guy, like, ha, see, like, see, yeah. like the nice guy, you know, the yeah. nice guy. Uh, does not finish last actually <laughs> but then as the saga continues it's just like oh no like the bad guy always wins in the end
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> the, the, the cool guy anyway the yeah, cool the guy. Cool.
1: yeah yeah he turned good he it, it's like oh, absolutely true...
0: he was and that's the thing is that he was always good that's been the thing about han solo is that like he's always a uh, a hesitant hero you know like <laughs> he he wants to be a hero but he doesn't want he doesn't want anyone to be like you're a good guy though that's true yeah. You know, I mean, think about it.
1: Off rip, he was like, "I don't believe in all that force mumbo jumbo." Yeah, you know, like yeah. off, and then now, like now, look at
0: ancient it. powers ain't gonna ain't shooting, as good as a blaster at your side, kid.
1: Who, who can shoot like this? Boy, shooting like this, hitting him square in the chest. It's
0: it's theories abode. My theory that Han Solo was guided by the Force a little bit in that mm-hmm. moment, because even he, after he does it. Looks He's down at the like, after, like, what? I can't believe I just did that shit. So, I mean, I mean, I mean. Is everyone guided by
1: the Force then at the end of the day? Everyone is. my
0: thing, is that everyone is guided by the Force in some way because the Force, it surrounds all things. You know what I'm saying? In the Star Wars universe.
1: So, did Anakin really kill those children or the Force –
0: Kill those! Children. <laughs> don't come out here excusing Anakin for murdering children. <laughs> I don't
1: know if there needed to be balance in the Force. Created Anakin in the first place to bring said balance, and balance included slaughtering children. Is that really Anakin's fault? If that's his pure existence, he can't even help it. It's not even free will at that point, is it? Is it? I think. I,
0: see, that's what's interesting about the Star Wars universe is that there's got to be a balance, or else it's not is sweet. It can't be all guided by the Force, and it can't be the Force is completely negligent. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's, negligent,
1: I think it's, though. What it did was not negligent.
0: The way I think of the Force is like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink it. You know what I'm saying? Wise. Like, the Force will guide guide you towards what you need to do. And I ultimately, see. It put Anakin in the position with Palpatine and Mace where he could have let The dark side perish here. But he is the
1: one who made the decision.
0: Yes. That's that's how I take it. Okay.
1: Say it puts Anakin in the decision of, do I kill Maul? Do I kill Palpatine? Or do I let Palpatine die? This big decision, say he goes with letting Palpatine die. Does the force auto-correct that decision in the way that it wants to? You know, like, say, you know, it, I don't know. That's interesting. It's
0: it's it's it's, it's, it's an interesting wow. uh, train of thought because it's like if Anakin does allow Mace to strike down Palpatine, who's to say that he doesn't immediately kill Mace? And then we've got like an actual full strength Vader, full body, doing his own thing. Padme alive. Padme alive, and not at his side. She won't follow that.
1: Definitely not. So but he's taking the kids.
0: But he's taking the kids, and he's we're raising we're raising, kids. We're raising a Sith, Luke, and Leia at that <laughs> point if Palpatine dies.
1: Oh my gosh, how quickly it could change. Because there, there would be no one to come
0: up to Vader. No, no. one could come up to him. No, no one. not one bit. Because that's the thing is that, like, Anakin was so entrenched in the dark side at that point, you know, when Mace was about to kill Palpatine, that it was just, like, it was one last step. If he did one more thing, that was that. And I think that he did trust Palpatine so much and did care enough for him that if Mace had killed him right then and there, he would not have responded favorably. That's true. Because because in Anakin's
1: mind, the only way he was going to save and love Padme forever was through Palpatine's teaching him. So like he could exactly. not let him die. like. That's why you see. I need him. That's why you see him go through 500 emotions.
0: Like, well, that's that's also what's interesting is that like in that moment when he yells at Mace, he's like, he must stand trial. He also throws out and fuck it, I need him. I don't care about anything else. Stop what you're doing. I need him. <laughs> Dang, man,
1: I, dude. After seeing that, uh, Revenge of the Sith text um and the detail they went into of like here let me was it let was me it was that, dooku? was that the dooku moment that was about
0: dooku yeah and revenge oh of the my read that, that passage was the most real quick.
1: beautiful way to describe it ever like
0: no yeah let me find that real real quick oh uh, tyler sent that right
1: yes i
0: need was that, that in, in my was that life. in the snapchat
1: that was in twitter that was in twitter it was in twitter Yes, Twitter. I'm looking at her. Just a reminder that the ROTS novelization is just so freaking good. No matter what page you flip to, is the caption.
0: And I, mean, I, I need this now. Phenomenal. Oh, dude, I've I've read continuously that it's the best book in Star Wars history. You know, really? Uh, for some wow. reason, it's not. It's not popping up in my in my DMs. I can see my response to it, but I can't see the text itself, so that's fucking weird. I shall read it then. Do it.
1: The severed head's stare was fixed on something beyond living sight. The desperate plea frozen in place on lips echoed silence. The headless torso collapsed with a slowly fading sigh from the cauterized gape of its trachea, folding forward at the waist as though making... Something, something before the power that ripped away his life. The murder, the murderer blinked again. Who am I? Was he the slave boy on the desert planet valued for his astonishing gift with machines? Was he the legendary pod racer, the only human to survive that deadly sport? Was he the unruly, high-spirited, trouble-prone student of a great Jedi master? The star pilot, the hero, the lover, the Jedi? Could he be all these things? Could he be any of them and still have done what he has done? He is already discovering that answer at the same time that he finally realized that he needed to ask the question. And then the question is cut off. You cannot see what the
0: question is. Well, here's the thing. Is that if you – have you read any of the novelizations of any of the movies?
1: No, but I want to know.
0: I've read the – actually, I've read The Last Jedi Novelization, mm. and I read the Rise of Skywalker novelization because I was I was old enough to be like, oh shit, yeah, I want to buy those. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but even those enhance the movies so greatly mm. because it's like obviously while you're watching the movie, you can like interpret interpret to the best of your ability what's going through their head. Mm-hmm. But like in in the novelization, they give you stuff like that, that oh, and like. My. As you said that in that moment, all that is is the moment after he's cut Dooku's head off. Yeah. One second after he's cut Dooku's head off is what that whole passage is. like
1: Anakin realizing his whole past, like of who he is.
0: He's, and he's realizing who he is, and he is, and he's and he's really at a place of like, I don't actually sh- know who I am. What am I doing? He's like, Why did I'm I actually that?
1: in this position right now?
0: Yeah, I like just from was.
1: a slave boy to. Making huge galaxy-wide decisions, you know, of a kill, killing somebody, like the difference. I don't know,
0: the glow up.
1: I guess you could say,
0: or um. <laughs> one one could say. But since we've been talking so much about Anakin, and since we've been talking so much about Darth Vader, I say we start our round of thirty-two with the first matchup: Darth Vader versus Asajj. Ventress. And uh I mean again just like the first round with Darth Vader and Maz Kanata you're just not gonna fuck with Vader if you're not Luke. If you're not yeah. Luke.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh not many people come up to him. Um love love Ventress's character though. Just oh,
0: phenomenal.
1: Just uh would be like I don't know. I just see Vader and Ventress as like this power couple. You know, if 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 Anakin could just let Padme go and just be like, Ventress is just my girl. She's a freak. You know, her voice is sexy. <laughs> I mean, sexy. can you
0: imagine though like the potentiality of Vader, like like we were talking about earlier, with Palpatine potentially having died in Revenge of the Sith and then Anakin be go- becoming full Vader without going to Mustafar and without getting his shit burnt you know what I'm saying
1: Jeez.
0: is there the potential that you know he finds a love like that in someone else
1: I think so I think the moment in the red office I don't know if it has an official name Palpatine's office
0: yeah Palpatine's office I get you in
1: that moment the switch that he had the decision he made like that solidified him saying like Padme isn't really my number one priority or she is my number one priority but like her her the actual Padme isn't it's keeping her alive through the dark side of the force
0: exactly like, he doesn't care about what she would actually want
1: yes it's just i i have to do this there's no other way you know she doesn't understand i don't even fully understand it's just i have to do this now and from that moment on like i could see him Maybe going with someone else, but only if Padme dies. If Padme oh, yeah, is still yeah. living, there's no way that he does not stop trying to pursue her. Like,
0: and I think, I think we even, and, and it's probably blasphemous for me to have even suggested such a thing because <laughs> I mean, she's the entire reason Anakin fell to the dark side. He's not moving on, you know, at any point. That's true. Yeah. He's just, I mean, that, not.
1: but at the same time, Palpatine kept him there. Like, Palpatine was the one who kept him down bad. Yeah, like I don't know. That's it. imagine your only father figure in life is keeping you down bad as much Just as they can. Keeping you down. Damn.
0: Well, nevertheless, I think Asajj Ventress loses. To <laughs> I'm glad later. we
1: got the first matchup done um, after 17 minutes. I'm very glad that we got the first one done.
0: We're done. Um, we're done with the first match. Of several. So Darth Vader beats Asajj Ventress.
1: Rest in peace, Asajj. I love you, girl.
0: We've got Count Dooku versus Ray Skywalker.
1: Now is this is this as forward as I think it is? It's pretty easy in my mind.
0: Well, I know it's pretty easy in your mind because you love Count Dooku.
1: My name right now is Count the Drip Dooku. The Boy, be dripping constantly. Um, Count the Daddy is also another dripping. one of his names. He has many names. Um, in my in my heart, um, I don't know. The boy is just too cold. Um, Ray, they did her dirty. If they would have made her better, I would love her character a lot more.
0: Um, yeah, and see, there's there there is credence to the idea that the writing behind Ray is, it, but the writing behind
1: think, Dooku, though. It's just perfection.
0: The writing not behind he, Dooku is is you know great. What?
1: There is no writing behind him. They told him, they they just say go out there and do what you would do.
0: Okay? Christopher Lee's a legend. Today's his birthday. Actually, it would no change. It would have been it would have been his 99th birthday today.
1: Today but, just keeps getting better.
0: Just keeps getting better. And uh, have you seen the stuff circulating about Christopher Lee on Twitter the last couple days?
1: uh uh-uh, Uh, I have not. No it's, way. My boy's trending right now? In a yeah, way. he's
0: a – well, because he was like – he personally knew J.R.R. Tolkien. So that's why he was such a big influence on mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings franchise and stuff. He was like an actual consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, his cousin wrote the James Bond movies based on him.
1: <laughs> what?
0: James Bond is based on Count Dooku.
1: But like – wait, wait. Like real life, not not Count Dooku. No, like, yeah,
0: Christopher Lee, just Christopher, Christopher Lee.
1: Lee, like not yeah. just just him in life, not the just, roles just, he plays. Just the
0: normal dude, Christopher <laughs> Lee, the actor, Christopher Lee.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a legend here. I'm trying to find the tweet Holy right now. Crap! <laughs> this guy is a god, and I didn't fully realize how awesome he was until. Okay, yeah, here we go. Uh, he was an intelligence officer in World War II. He witnessed the last public execution by guillotine in France, was due to marry Swedish royalty, step-cousin of 007 author Ian Fleming, who based the the character off Christopher Lee, played in a heavy metal band, and was a villain in the James Bond franchise, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. (laughs) Speechless.
1: Remember when we said? Remember God. Do you remember when we said that Luke is the only one to touch Vader? You think Count Dooku fucks with Vader because he's played by Christopher (laughs) Lee? I mean, he's the only other person that comes to mind that could go
0: up to him. You know, I prior to yesterday. I would have argued you more on this, and personally, I do like Ray more. I like personally just because of the trilogy being about her. I remember finishing the the Rise of Skywalker and being in the theater for the Rise of Skywalker. I went into it thinking, like, God damn, I hope she goes bad. I hope she becomes Dark Side Ray. And then by the end of the movie, I was going, Holy fuck, please, please, do not be Dark Side Ray. You know, because I cared about her enough. Mm -hmm. And like, so I was like, I I I like Ray a whole fucking lot. However, in the first round, we had Ray versus Kanan Jarrus. We pushed Ray through. Twitter did not. Ooh. Twitter Ooh. pushed through Kanan Jarrus over Ray Skywalker. And I was like, and see that that there's there's this thing on Star Wars Twitter. Kanan Jarrus is a beloved character amongst Star Wars fans because of his dedication to the Jedi and stuff. I just thought that was mad interesting. And due to that, I'll, I'll allow Count Dooku to beat Ray here.
1: Okay, yeah. However, I, I want to make it
0: clear. I want to make it clear that I I personally do like Ray. I do like Ray. I'm not
1: saying back. that this is a blowout at all. These oh, are no, no, two no, no, very no, no. close characters. Um, like we see personally, them pretty closely. Personally,
0: I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind pushing through some upsets like, or is this even an upset? Did we have them? It wouldn't, it wouldn't
1: be Ray's nine Dooku's eight, I believe.
0: Oh man. We had Dooku, we had Duku seated above him. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a four and he's a five. All right. He's a four and she's a five. Yeah. and the bracket. So, I mean, they, so- they're
1: seated pretty close. You know, that's, I, I'd say that, you know, it's definitely a close fight. But it's just Count Dooku's Count Dooku, and Ray was held back. And no offense to to Rebels, and you know this this guy. Um, I'm sure I will love him whenever I watch Rebels. But like, he's not beating Count Dooku.
0: Oh, absolutely not.
1: So absolutely
0: not. So yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm absolutely down with Count Dooku going through the next round. Uh, but I do love Ray. That's the last, that's the last, uh, last thoughts on it. She's and plus, I don't mind, I don't mind throwing in a few wrenches here. You know what I'm saying? Throwing, throwing stuff out. That's like, okay, so should this person probably win? Yeah. Will they hear? No.
1: I'm <laughs> down with
0: that. There's always gotta be <laughs> I, I, one, Just to one make the bracket a little more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to yeah, make yeah. the bracket a little more fun. There's gotta
1: be at least a couple of those. Or maybe okay. one. Yeah, well.
0: Okay, it, we've got, we've got another. So, but we'll next know, round.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll know whenever next it round, happens.
0: In the sweet 16, we'll mm-hmm. have Darth Vader versus Count Dooku. We already saw who won once. Ooh. Well, read, read the passage about it earlier.
1: Was he was he Darth Vader yet though? No, not technically. Not technically. Not even. That, not that's that's even. even that's even That that's even more proving that Vader would just slap Dooku.
0: Well, I don't know. I think I think peak Anakin is more powerful than Vader ever was. It's just that Vader I don't he, know. He, no, it's Vader. Just doesn't give us much fuck. Anakin held back, you know, because he. And if he didn't, he was facing droids. Which Palpatine, I don't like, know. Palpatine like purposely okay. moved droids to make obviously, Anakin reach his full potential.
1: Obviously, Anakin with just a hand replaced is going to be able to do more shit than Vader. You know, with full, a uh, basically fully bionic body at that point. Yeah, like your limbs are bionic. Um, other than one like but the emotion the the sheer force power that he has at that point like it's unlocked he is unlocked as vader yeah, even though but- his body is limited he is unlocked to a point that i think anakin could have never reached
0: i'm with you there i'm with you there certainly it's 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 an interesting balance because i do think anakin full health has more Uh, Ability, but like you said, he's just not unhinged the way Darth Vader is. Mm -hmm.
1: That's true. Darth Vader
0: just doesn't care. Not one bit. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so next round, Vader versus Dooku. We've got a next matchup, Yoda versus Mm -hmm. Cal Kestis. And if I liked Yoda less, this would be one of those ones (laughs) where I'd be like, fuck it. But I fucking love Yoda. I fucking love Yoda. I can't let that happen. I, I could. Luminous. I would never let that happen. Not this cruel matter. Mm. <clears throat> do or do not.
1: There is no try. And he's also Zeus. He
0: he's strikes down
1: trees. He that was, strike uh, down trees. That, that That's well, a big, big moment, about that by the way.
0: We've talked about yeah, that. That's
1: a that's a big moment. Like uh, showing that forest ghosts, maybe not all, but definitely Yoda, who is very powerful, can actually interact with the real world still well like that that boy is still we
0: saw we saw glimpses of that not to the same extent in the original trilogy with like in the first episode all luke can do is hear obi-wan in the second Mm -hmm. episode he's a little faded but he can see him and then in the sixth episode obi-wan is completely interactive with the woods on dagobah and like sits on logs Mm -hmm. and stuff So it's like he's always been, they've always been able to interact with the real world. That was the first time we saw a force ghost use force abilities on the real Mm. world, which is like, I guess we saw Luke Luke and the rise of Skywalker raise the X-Wing out of the, out of the water. So it's like, I guess the, uh, that changes the game, you know, like knowing that they can come back in any capacity.
1: They could probably come back to the point to where Luke Went out and stood against Kylo's army, like if they wanted to.
0: Probably, I mean, t- potentially, I don't know. See, we could see, like, there's probably Think about that
1: Luke was sitting on a rock across the galaxy at that point, yeah. And he just was like, I'll uh, I'll show Kylo, like, not me right now because I look really old, let me just make myself a little younger.
0: Well, you he, know, he showed him, he showed him himself from the last time Kylo would have seen him,
1: yeah, which is awesome, which yeah. is awesome he could just choose his appearance. He could have shown up as Mace Windu if he wanted. <laughs> like if he wanted to. I didn't like, think that's about freaking that. awesome. He could have shown
0: up as anything cuz he showed freaking up awesome. as a younger version of himself.
1: What if he came what if he came, uh, you know, as Leia but with the the Jedi like if we just saw Leia just freaking whoa just go ham like Luke did, you know, in Matrix.
0: One of the things yeah, I but... love about that scene and and like one of the gripes a lot of people have is that like Luke didn't actually fight him. All he does is dodge.
1: Well, yeah, he didn't actually fight him.
0: But he couldn't. That's the whole point. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I, I agree.
1: I I prefer, I
0: prefer all that dodging shit he did. It was so much cooler.
1: I'm not a fan of the sequels, and this is known. I love them as entertaining movies, but if I think about them, that's when I start to not like them. But honestly, the way Luke went out and this scene, like, I loved this part. Like, I don't know why, but this is, like, a very decisive, like, this is... A part of the reason why people hate the sequels altogether, was
0: but it's this one of the reasons I love them,
1: dude. I thought this was awesome.
0: It's like, like I, I, I can understand the gripes with Luke's past. You know, with with him thinking about killing Kylo because it's like, how would he have ever thought about doing that? I get that. I get that perspective. But it's also, I don't like that people have beef with the fact that he didn't want to come fight again. It makes sense for to. him not to want to fight again. Yeah, he didn't need to. He doesn't like, need to. Yeah, it's just he he showed, and it's it's that's the Jedi way, you know. He didn't fight. He didn't fight him the same way he didn't fight Vader, you know. He's like, I'm going to show you that we can defeat you without without killing you.
1: Mm. I'm going to defeat you without even actually being there. So take that. I mean, and like that, I like,
0: I I think personally, while. The Last Jedi catches a lot of shit. It's probably my favorite sequel trilogy movie. Just because, Mm -hmm. I mean, not only, Ryan Johnson's a phenomenal director. I mean, the shots in that, fucking, holy shit.
1: Very beautiful movie. Dude,
0: and like that, and that whole ending with, you know, Luke approaching Leia, kissing her on the forehead, Leia in that moment having to realize he's not actually there. Uh, Realizing this this is it for him. That's a goodbye. Mm -hmm. She knows that in that moment. He hands her the fake, the fake fucking dice, and I I love that. I love when Rey shows up and clears up the rocks, and she hugs Finn. It's just, it's just a glorious ending to that movie. I, I like Uh, it a lot.
1: You know, and like down to the little details, like they showed on the planet, like the soldiers, you know, and the salt and how it turned red, Mm -hmm. and but But then then, like it didn't because I remember during the first watch, I was like, I was like, Luke's not making any. Any tracks at all?
0: Like I was thinking, like I was thinking, is this man just light as fuck on his feet?
1: That's what I was thinking. I'm like, are they? Is he like levitating right now? Like is he? Is that how he is being as mobile as he is?
0: Yeah, that's what i was thinking.
1: You know, as it progressed, I was like, oh, he's not there. That makes more sense. But like, I remember what the first watch. I'm like, they, they put a lot of detail into this specifically. Like, yeah. They would not come to this specific planet if it didn't have this trait. Like, this is very important. You know, I'm like, this is a very important detail, and I don't know why it's important.
0: Well, and And what's, what's awesome is that what persuaded Luke to even do that was Yoda. It was Yoda coming to that temple, burning it, and being like, yo, you need to move the fuck on. <laughs> you, you need to you need to help, dude. Come on. Think about it for a second. You yeah. know you've got to help. And he's like, God damn it, you're fucking right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dang but, it. That really is okay. one of the best scenes in all of the sequel trilogy with Yoda and Luke interacting one last time, which I just fucking loved. Uh
1: sorry, Calcastus, for not really giving you any of the spotlight at all.
0: Um we gave him, we gave him plenty of shine last week, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, we
1: did. We did. You're uh you're amongst only a few gingers in the Star Wars universe, which is a cool group to be in.
0: Um Emphas Nest. Hmm. Emphasis, sure. the other another ginger.
1: Wow, look at that. Look at that. Um the uh original lady and she was in the sequels and she still looks the same somehow, even though she's like way older. Uh the the resistance leader lady, the <laughs> Oh, what's her name? I don't know. Oh my! God. The the ginger, the like looks like an angel, just like you know, dressed in white. Always. Are you like, talking about Mon Mothma? Mothma, yeah,
0: yes, yes, yes. Is she in her? the sequel trilogy? She
1: is. She played herself, and she still looked the same age. That You're is. Kidding. What, I'm not joking. You. She I was did the not only know person, she was in the sequel trilogy. She was the only person in the sequel trilogy that was from the originals that had zero CGI using it on her. Like, it was just all her. Man. Yeah.
0: Well, we have Billy D. That's
1: true. That's true. I'm
0: trying to think. Man, I didn't realize Ron Rothman was in those movies. I thought she was in Rogue One. Yeah.
1: Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, because why would she be? It was almost
0: certainly Rogue One, because I could have swore – Yeah, why would she
1: be in the sequels? Yeah, there's no way she's in the sequels.
0: Well, I feel like she is. She in the sequels? I don't think she's in the sequels. I'm just trying to think of a point in which she would have died at some point, but I think she helps birth the New Republic. Whoa. So maybe she's just more of the political side. Maybe she died on one of those planets that got destroyed by the First Order.
1: Mm. In Rogue One. Yeah, like, I I type in, was Mon Mothma? And then the first thing pop up is CGI in Rogue One. Mm. And it says, no.
0: Man. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. She's uh, a beautiful woman. I guess just blessed with
0: beauty for her whole life. Lovely woman, lovely woman, that Mon Mothma, but that is why Yoda (laughs) defeats Cal Casper. Yes, of course. Next up, we got a fun matchup here. Uh, I think it's easy, but it's fun nonetheless. Uh, Lando Calrissian versus Poe Dameron. And, uh, Lando, it's Lando all day, but Poe, Poe's a great character. I fucks with Poe. I, I wish he, uh, I wish he had a little bit more of an individual arc, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, he felt like he was supposed to be the Han Solo of this?
1: He was supposed to die early. Was Like, he? at the very beginning of the movie. Whenever the plans were escaped, the plans were only to escape with BB-8. And Poe was not supposed to live.
0: In the Rise of, oh, and the Rises, oh, and the Force Awakens. At the
1: very beginning. He was supposed to die. He was oh, supposed I'm to sure. die with, along with his whole village. Hmm. Yeah. And then they they saw the chemistry between, like, just the actors, you know, they, they form friend groups
0: Yeah, like they, just, they just, they just, they just yeah.
1: hit it off. Like they just hit it off. And they're like, Oh, like, because what they were trying to do is they were trying to do the Leia sending the play, the plans off with the droids. Yeah. No one survives. It's just the droids. They're, you know, the yeah, whole story you. Re- repeat, you know, repeating, but like at the same time, where would the Han character come in? You know, like you still need that Han character. If you're going to repeat the story. Yeah. Like, and I guess that's how they were like, nah, we need this dude. Well,
0: that's the thing, though, is that I, I really wish Poe would have gotten a, mo- a little bit more of an individual arc. I uh, I want – frankly, I want an animated series post-Episode Nine. That's what I want. I want to see what Finn, Poe, and Ray are doing now because you know they're somewhere together probably. Hmm. What are they doing? They're all alive. They all made it out alive. And see, this is the problem that most people probably had at the end of the original trilogy. We're like, huh. I wonder what Luke, Leia and Han and Lando and Chewbacca are all going to do now. Like what's, what's going on. And that's why the EU was birthed and stuff. And that's why we're going to keep getting stuff surrounding these eras. But it's like, I, I think they've got to eventually come back to that. Like,
1: I mean, if I had to take a stab on what the sequel trilogy characters were doing right now, I would say, I would want to believe that they would restore Luke's temple, maybe create their own, you know?
0: Ray and Finn. Because
1: yeah. because we, you know, we've seen the little boy move the broom with his hand, you know, showing that there are you know, Force-sensitive beings across the galaxy.
0: Well, I think that's an important thing in The Force Awakens. I don't think, like, when Snoke goes, there's been an awakening. Mm. Have you felt it? Yes. You know, like that, like, that whole scene, I don't think that's just about Ray. I think that's a like, there's been holy shit, the Force is just Come back and enforce not to go back on the. Oh,
1: I got the awakening as like Palpatine's back.
0: Well, Snoke was he's awake, Palpatine though.
1: But I think Palpatine wasn't conscious in his own body.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: I think he was only capable of being in Snoke. Mm. But then, like, oh shit, like Papa's awake.
0: Like See, th- yeah, the way I took it is that like there's been an awakening across the galaxy. I, I like that though. I,
1: that's I why that's that, that
0: would be why uh Finn lays down his blaster, why all those stormtroopers with Janna uh, lay down their blaster. That'd be why that kid all of a sudden has the force. That would be like it's just that like people mm-hmm. have, like all of a sudden been gifted, you know what I'm saying?
1: Why do you think that is?
0: I think it was just a uh I I don't know, maybe
1: was it Luke cutting himself off of the force that caused such, like, an imbalance? Because, like, he's a big part of it. He's a, he's like, a maybe strong, him, yeah. maybe him like, shutting himself off, like, gave, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the reason would be there. Maybe it's a... Uh... Because
1: that's true. Like, Finn putting down his blast, or, like, these are things that the force probably influenced to happen yeah. in a way.
0: Well, that's like, like definitely. Janice says in The Rise of Skywalker that her whole battalion, like all at the same time, were just like, fuck mm. this. We're not doing this. We're all, they all put down wow. the monsters. So wow. it's like, I got to think that like the Force Awakened on a grand scale and like Rey and Finn are going to have younglings to teach. Like there's plenty of them. I got to think.
1: I mean, that's true. I mean, it could, obviously it could just be an easy way of saying there's a lot of good in the galaxy and this is just a good way to start our story. You know, I'm, but obviously, you know, we're, we're going to go more deeper into it, but I like that is, I like that though. It would be, it would be pretty cool to see, but I don't know if the timeline links up with like Luke cutting himself off from the force. I don't know when he did that. Um, cause it was definitely post Kylo, but,
0: I think it's probably been as long as he was on Octu, and I think he says he's been there for a couple years. So, I don't know. We'll see. But, like, in in post-Episode Nine, it could give us a lot of opportunity to explore, you know, like, uh side adventures with, like, Poe and Zori. Zori Bliss from The Rise of Skywalker, who he had, like, some sort of love connection with.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, if we could
0: get, like... That Finn and Poe in the Jedi Temple, Lando and Janna looking for her family like they teased at the end of Rise of Skywalker, which I don't know if that's what the Lando series is going to be about or if that's Donald Glover's Lando. They still haven't made that clear. So it's like,
1: well, I hope it's Donald Glover.
0: I hope I'd like I'd like to get that era. I'd like to get that era a lot. And uh, if we do get that era, though, what I what I would hope for in general is kind of a continuation of the solo story, you know? kind of like make that the solo too. But it's about Lando.
1: I like that, guy. yeah. I think Star Wars is realizing, or Disney is realizing, that TV shows are like the way to go right now.
0: Oh, absolutely. TV
1: shows are just working. Like, they're just work; They're making so much money. They're being watched so... They're breaking record. Like, every show is consecutively breaking the previous's record.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, well, and we're we're due to get so many series. I mean, Ahsoka, Book of Boba, we're going to keep getting The Mandalorian, Uh, Star Wars Visions, the anime series that's bouncing around stories, you know, Uh, a droid story is coming eventually (laughs) surrounding C-3PO and R2-D2, like, uh, we've just got shit ton of stuff on the horizon we've also we got like fucking uh then in the movie game we got rogue squadron coming out and not next year but the year after i think and then taika waititi's star wars film is down the road like there's so much stuff that they've already announced that is already planned and the only and what i found encouraging is the only thing that's been scrapped is rangers of the new republic and frankly if you're gonna scrap anything out of that entire list I'd prefer you scrapped Rangers of the New Republic. So it's That's like true. if there's anything we're going to lose, I'm, I'm glad it's that. I hope we don't lose much So more. do you
1: think, let's see, with the timeline, the IRL timeline time is we have the original movies, in the 70s, starting from the 70s. Yeah. We have the prequels starting in the 2000s.
0: Well, starting in 99. Well, yeah, I guess.
1: I'd say t- I grew myself with a 1999 baby, so there you go. You know, I'm a 2000 baby, but like,
0: I get I, it. I get it.
1: Whatever. That's you're a You were born in the 90s, but you're an actual yeah. 2000 child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but if we were to get a new trilogy, where do you think it would be placed in the Star Wars timeline? Would it be pre prequel?
0: Somewhere in between, or post-sequel. Well, here's what's interesting to me, is the announcement of Rogue Squadron. Because Rogue Squadron is Luke Skywalker's squadron in the original trilogy. So it's like, is this uh, following the Rogue Squadron post-Episode 6? Like, this is the New Republic Rogue Squadron? Or is this like in between episode four and five, is this between five and six? Like they can fill in any of these gaps if they want with. That's true. I mean, we're getting
1: bad batch. We're getting Mando. We're getting, we're getting everything in between. Exactly. Just because there is so much, honestly, it doesn't even really, it's, it's, it's not even really worth guessing where it's going to be because they can just go anywhere they want.
0: But it is important to ask, like if you do get a trilogy, Mm. where would it go? Because you can't throw a trilogy in the middle of this timeline.
1: That's, that's true.
0: You got to, uh, it would either be, I think if they're going to do another trilogy, they're washing their hands of this era completely. And they either go hundreds of years before or hundreds of years after.
1: Imagine we get the original trilogy, but we just see it from the perspective of Palpatine. Like imagine we just get the flip side.
0: That'd be wild.
1: The norm is the Sith. And then like, you only see a little bit of the Jedi. Like, whenever they encounter each other or whatever.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting. It's like the... I, like,
1: they could do anything. That's the thing. Like, if they made a trilogy that was within the timeline that we have right now, I still think they could do it. Oh, I, th- I still they don't think they could
0: do I think, like, um, in a good way, they could do that is continue the Rogue One story. So maybe that's mm. what Rogue Squadron is. Maybe Rogue One is the first installment. The second episode takes place in between four and five, and the third of that trilogy Ooh. would take place between five and six, because it took place because Rogue One took place between three and four. So if they wanted, see,
1: that made too much sense. That right there, it made too much sense, and it sounds real.
0: Yeah, like that, and, and like it's something they could do feasibly. It's not. It's not something totally irrational, especially with Mark Hamill having already returned to the role of Luke Skywalker after they officially announced the Skywalker saga was done.
1: And we have a Sebastian Wren. Like, the dude, he's right there, Disney. Like, come on, man. He's a he's phenomenal already,
0: actor, too. You're
1: already working with him. Like, be like, hey, dude, you're in right now, all right? All the girls love you. Um, it's just, it's a win-win.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because that, that does, if the Rogue Squadron movie does, however, take place between four and five, why would Luke Skywalker not be around? You know what I'm saying? Because he is a part of that squadron. He blows up the Death He's Star. He's going
1: at... to be around. Yeah, exactly. He has to be around. I'd say, if they're going to go with Sebastian Wren, is it Wren? Stan. I knew I was getting it wrong, and I don't know why, but... Well, is- I, I, okay. I, I, I didn't
0: correct you the first time because Stan. I thought you were hung up on Kylo Ren. Uh. And then you said it again, so I'll, I'll help you out. Stan. Sebastian Stan.
1: Like... I still think Mark Hamill is on set. One like, he is like basically the master, you know, teaching. Him. Like I don't think Mark Hamill will let his character like. I don't know. I think he would. He would let you know him give it give it his best shot. But like, I don't think that movie's being filmed without Mark Hamill on set.
0: Well, that's that's the thing. Is that like, if you ever involve Mark Hamill in this shit, in this shit, I. I, I... I love his appearance in The Mandalorian, but I am i don't want to watch a whole movie of Luke Skywalker like that. You know that's what I'm true. saying?
1: That's like,
0: true. He, he, like, while I do love it, his face was a little stiff. It wasn't terrible, but like, it was like, I can tell this is CGI. Uh, and like, even with uh, Tarkin and Rogue One, I feel like they did mm. better. Maybe that's just a movie TV they show. They had thing. a lot
1: more time. Yeah. They had a lot I, I got
0: to guess that's probably the reason, but it's like, I don't know. I, I, if you bring Luke Skywalker back, I don't see any reason not to in an animated capacity, uh, with Mark Hamill as the voice. Yeah, I, you can't go wrong there, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like he is a
1: fantastic voice actor.
0: Exactly. Like, like there's no reason not to. I can't believe it hasn't already been done. That's, that's usually true. what Mark Hamill does is voice acting. Man, I,
1: I don't know. Maybe he's like say too expensive for a regular show like just say they're just going to have a regular animated show like the clone wars but in the original movie timeline let's say
0: okay yeah. like
1: I, I think mark hamill would just that's too much like i don't know that's a lot of lines
0: yeah yeah like
1: they don't get ewan mcgregor as well, obi-wan
0: yeah that like, thing too is that like it they would have to get like other voice actors around them because harrison ford is absolutely not voicing han solo uh <laughs> that's not so for true. an animated project absolutely yeah, fucking not that's uh, true but there are there are these other these voice actors who have popped up throughout the universe to to supplement those characters like uh, steven stanton the guy who voices tarkin in the bad batch mm. he played old obi-wan kenobi old ben kenobi in Rebels for an episode, and he sounded exactly like Alec Guinness. Like wow. it was like it was spot on, fucking perfect. So it's like you have those people who have the ability to replicate any voice you throw at them. You know that's what I'm true. Sure?
1: That's true. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's just uh, it's interesting. I would like to. I would like to get post episode six stuff and uh, you know that Jedi Temple. Tell me, a children's cartoon about younglings at Luke's Jedi Temple isn't. Perfect with Grogu and Luke, young Ben Solo, all these other kids, like it's perfect. There's no reason not to do it. It's gold mine. I just want to
1: see how Luke teaches. I, I feel like Yeah, obviously the roster, the lineup that Luke got, like that Luke has is pretty badass. But I just want to see like how he goes about it. Yeah. Because like there's no You know, you go to school to become a teacher, but like in this, you just kind of kind of wing it.
0: Well, there's also the, uh, there's also (laughs) the fact that like, it wouldn't just be Grogu and Ben Solo there. There's all, there's another child. So many. There's another child born from a Jedi. That's canon. That is alive after episode six. It's Hera, Sindala and Kanan Jaris's son. He's got to be a force sensitive. Send them to Luke. There's another character for you. Jason Sindela or whatever. Like, it's like... Okay, do you
1: think that they introduced us to this force-sensitive beacon in The Mandalorian for a reason? I feel like we are seeing that thing again. I don't know.
0: That That is interesting because it's like, that can't be the only one, I don't think.
1: My theory is that that's how the Knight of Ren are involved. Um, because, like, we didn't get to see really any of them. And I think Luke used it. If Luke sits there, he could be like, oh, shit, like, Grogu, I know you're there. I know, you know, this Jedi's here, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, yeah. he Luke is powerful enough to be like, I can pinpoint any Force-sensitive being right now, like, with this thing, I would say. Yeah, probably. But at the same time, Luke using it allows Kylo to be like, Luke's using it. Yeah. Like, hey, he's right here if we want to go get him.
0: Well, there's, or like, that would be a really good opportunity to use that as the way he builds his Jedi temple.
1: I mean, would not I mean, how else is Luke going to find? Like, they had the, the, what's it called? Holocron?
0: Yeah. Oh, and maybe that's how Ahsoka yeah. knows it's there. Mm-hmm. Is Luke reaching out through there?
1: That's true. How would Ahsoka know about that? I mean, they, like, okay, what is really the Holocron, though? The Holocron was something created by a Jedi that put a list of Jedi names inside of it? Like,
0: or or what? There's like, multiple Holocrons. So okay. there is a Holocron with uh. There's not, like, a THE
1: Holocron? What's that? There's not, like, THE Holocron. I don't right? know. Like,
0: I know that there was one in the Clone Wars that, like, was extremely important because it had all the jet, all the Jedi, or maybe that was in Rebels. I can't remember, but there's a holocron that has all the remaining Jedi's names in it.
1: It's so, it's in uh the game uh oh, Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. That's Fallen right, Order, but it's in it's in other other things as well. But um, uh, I, um, I I remember the one in Fallen Order. Someone created it a long time ago, I think,
0: and it just like updates itself.
1: But that's the thing. It, maybe a long time ago, I mean, like ten years gotcha. or something like that. But like, still, like in ten years, a lot can change.
0: You exactly. Know? Yeah. It's it's just I guess we'll learn more about it as it comes. But that would be a really w- cool way to get Luke back in the story. But uh, uh, this all started with us discussing Lando Calrissian versus Poe Dameron and the potentialities for stories with them in the future. Uh, wow. Lando Calrissian defeats Poe Dameron. Uh, I do hope, as we, as you saw by that whole conversation, that they they can do any number of things with these characters, you know what I'm saying? So That's very I, I hope true. We see, wow. I hope we see Poe Dameron again, and we know we'll see Lando again, so I'm excited about that. Uh, so next round, we'll have Yoda versus Lando Calrissian, mm-hmm. and Darth Vader versus Count Dooku. We have finished four matchups in 50 minutes. Yep. Nice.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: Uh, next up, uh, Leia Organa versus General Grievous. It's Leia, no contest for me. I love Grievous, and we talked about Grievous quite a bit last week regarding like uh, just the visual effects involving him, his iconic moments, just the fucking lightsaber spinning at you at eighteen thousand RPM for
1: my collection.
0: The collector yeah, the memes,
1: the memes, yeah, him diving in the water after. The Kylo Yeats' lightsaber or whatever. Outstanding, but Leia's Leia. Leia is Leia, and we didn't even get uh, the the cool part of Leia. Think about that. Yeah, we didn't, Leia, we didn't get
0: the Jedi Leia yet. We haven't Leia
1: decided.
0: A, you know what? We could get if we got an animated series between six and seven. That's true. Is it? But
1: but at the same time, like yes, Luke trained Leia, but that's only if she ever needed it. Yeah. Like, she, Luke trained Leia, and then Leia was like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I don't need this. I have a family, or I'm going to have a family. Like, this cannot be my life if I'm going to have a family, um, even though it's one of the most dysfunctional families in, in the universe,
0: maybe. Kind of bullshit that it was, too. I mean, I hate the—I I hope that Han and Leia split after Kylo fell. It just doesn't really make
1: sense.
0: Like it has to, that has to be the case because I can't imagine them not being together as young Ben Solo was around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Maybe when they send him off to the Jedi temple, that's when things kind of start to fall apart. That's what they kind of said in the force awakens was like, we should have never sent him. Like we shouldn't have done that. And Leia was kind of like, you can't, you can't say that. Like it's, we did what we did and it happened. There's nobody we could have trusted more with our child than Luke, you know? It just it happened because it was supposed to happen. Is ultimately like what Leia's outlook
1: was. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a, I don't know Leia. That's a big sacrifice to make. You know, having this innate ability to be a powerful Jedi and then being like, no, I don't need, I don't need it. She could have been an even cooler resistance leader. You know, like imagine Leia going out. As General, a Jedi, General
0: Leia Organa, like it's the day of the Clone Wars. Oh, you know what I'm saying.
1: Oh. do you think this was always in the like, this was how it was going to happen? Or well, like, is this a sequel? Like, let's make let's give Leia, you know, as as she is passed away in real life. Let's give her this really cool ass backstory, like as, is, is a memorial sort of. I,
0: I think, uh, I think probably that's inserted because they need, they need a ba- they need more footage. Like they needed mm-hmm. stuff to fill in for Leia's, Leia's story a little bit, you know, uh, and getting her daughter to come in and do that. And she was also, she was also Lieutenant Connix in the sequel trilogy. She was, mm-hmm. Billy Lord was throughout the sequel trilogy, but you know, to get her, get her to play Leia. As Jedi Leia is fucking cool, like that's just that's just straight up fucking awesome in my opinion, and uh, that had to have been such a cathartic experience. I gotta think, like Ugh. to to step into the role that your mother like made iconic. It's gotta be it's gotta be something. It's gotta be something special. I gotta think.
1: I, still I mean, just
0: thinking about it, actually, like it's that
1: scene was so sad. By the way like just any leia scene was so sad like oh my god like it was just ex- especially her last moment with kylo you just yeah. get the overwhelming sense of like motherly love like it, it a, not a single word was spoken was there or no, no oh, i no, think she made think, han appear she made han appear
0: i don't think kylo. she made han appear
1: what do you mean
0: I think I think that moment is Ben and Kylo wrestling with his own conscience you know like it is he he says I don't no, think no, no. I don't think it's a force thing at all because oh. here's the thing here's the thing I think obviously I think Leia jimmied the door open you know and there was enough light let in by Ben for him to wrestle with his conscience a little bit, and the way that this this came about was the image of Han Solo in his head, you know, and then okay. him working through that on his own. I like to think that that's what it was. Instead of Leia legitimately talking him back into it, it is. It's like Vader back when Luke was getting shot; you know, more he had to make the choice.
1: Like, okay, I think what happened. This is my takeaway from it. Gotcha. is that Ben was a real daddy's boy. Like, he's just a, a dad's boy through and through. We see that, you know, whenever he's about to kill Han, I think he, I don't know, it just seemed more painful for him to kill Han than it was to see Leia die, or him think that Leia died.
0: He couldn't even bring himself to kill Leia. That's he had that opportunity.
1: That's true, but like, it just seemed, I don't know, it seemed more painful for him to kill Kylo. For one, because he actually had to do it, I guess. That could be a big part of it. Or kill Han. But uh, but I think it's just how Luke went out. Luke went out using so much of the force that it ended up killing his human body. Yeah. Leia the same. I think it's just, you know, poetic. I think she knew the only way I'm going to get through to Kylo in this moment right now is with Han... But at the same time, Kylo knew that that was Leia's last, like hurrah.
0: That like, was her last. Leia
1: action. made Kylo know, like, "Hey, you killed your father. This is obviously not your father. This is me. Like, me and your father are talking to you right now, basically. Like, you're getting you're getting a pep talk from mom and pop." And I think okay. that. That is just what was like, oh my god, like, holy shit.
0: I could see that. I could see that for sure. I just like the idea that Leia's last sacrifice uh, really, really just, like, knocked him on his ass enough to go, oh, fuck. And then I like the idea that Ben did it on his own, unless so that Leia not manipulated him, but, like, just just made made a fake vision of his father appear. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And I guess I guess Kylo could have sensed Leia's death and maybe that was like a, oh my god, like she wasn't dead this whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, like and I thought she was. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. We could good. speculate all we want, but maybe we'd uh Maybe we'd, uh, learn more if we, re- if, we, uh, if I remembered what it said in the Rise of Skywalker novelization. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta uh, read those
1: books now, oh, man. I gotta read all the books.
0: I gotta read all the books too. I'm excited now. But, uh, yeah, that means uh, we've, we've talked about it. Leia definitely beats General Grievous. Just a yes. far more compelling character. Grievous is dope, but come on. Next up, this is a fun one Ahsoka Tano versus Mace Windu. For me, easy money. Ahsoka Tano. But I love me some Mace Windu. I love me some Mace Windu. Uh and here's my thing too. I'm th- I I don't wanna I don't wanna base this on anything, but I think the matchup next round's a lot more fun if it's Leia versus Ahsoka than Leia versus Mace. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay, that's fair. I didn't think about it that way. That is a good point. That is a good way to think about it though. Um because I would I'm kind of torn. Between the two, but then when you put it like that, does Mace really deserve to go up against Leia, or does Ahsoka deserve to go up against Leia?
0: Here's my thing: Mace stands no chance. I could hear an argument for Ahsoka against Leia, though. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's true, and that I mean that that does matter because if you can hear if you can hear an argument for Ahsoka against Leia, you can definitely hear the argument of Ahsoka versus Mace Windu.
0: Exactly. Exactly. The
1: transitive property. You know, by by the transitive property.
0: Yeah, we talked um, about we talked about Ahsoka a whole lot last week too. We've talked about it. it we talked about it in the Patreon special for the prep of this show, the seating. Just her her development throughout the Clone Wars was something special, and it was. Uh, I look forward to anything else we get from her and everything in between. You know, her and Rebels, her and the Mandalorian, her and Ahsoka. Just all this. I'm so excited to see what's to come.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, and for she's me, just like she's just
1: the embodiment of the viewer in the show, she says a lot of the things that the viewer is thinking, you know, like, like, wait a minute. Like, are you guys really that blind? Like you're not seeing the hypocrisy right here or like Mm -hmm. she, she steps in a lot. She's like, wait a minute, like, hold on. You know, she does that a lot. And it's like, she just connects with the audience so well. Like she's a
0: free thinker. That's what makes her. That's another thing Mm -hmm. that makes her compelling is that she was able to look at what the Jedi do and go, I've been growing up in this. However, I'm not exactly on board, mm-hmm. you know, and like to even have that wherewithal and that willpower and that ability to think for yourself when you are literally being indoctrinated from birth practically.
1: That, that is very interesting because we've only seen Jedi either die or go to the dark side. That's the only two options we've ever seen happen to a Jedi. We've never seen the jet, a Jedi be like, Oh, this group that I'm in that I've literally studied my whole life and like made a religion out of, I'm gonna go against them now. Like well, that, and that's that, the thing that is that I Ahsoka
0: doesn't even go against them. She's just her own that's thing true. now. That's true. She just leaves the Jedi Order. But so you would never, you would never a think Jedi.
1: You would never think of a character going against the Jedi.
0: Exactly. Like it,
1: it just wouldn't cross your mind. Like if you if you didn't have Ahsoka leaving, like I don't think I would have ever been like Ooh, a character that leaves the Jedi Order is a pretty cool idea. Like I would I don't know, I just would never think I wouldn't of
0: that. have thought of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's just like we we've seen them fall to the dark side, but we've never seen them just leave.
1: She's sort of a gray Jedi
0: in in a way. In a way. I see what you mean. I see like uh she's got the she's got some more Qui-Gon in her than
1: I think than- Ahsoka's the closest to a gray Jedi that we will get. Maybe oh. Luke. Maybe Luke. Future Luke. But um, I, I really don't it? think I. I really don't think they want to touch it. I don't think I don't they want think to. I don't think they're
0: ever going to fuck with the terminology, gray Jedi. That's just not something they'll ever do. It's just going to be like up for y'all's interpretation. They have the Force, but they don't follow the Jedi Order. You can call them a Jedi though, because that's how we're going to identify people who are Force sensitive.
1: I'd say the closest person in the Star Wars universe that is the closest to a gray Jedi is probably Dent. If you give Den Jedi abilities, he is a great Jedi. That's basically, true. a space Batman is a great Jedi.
0: Yeah, you're pretty much on point. It's
1: basically just, yeah, they they have a code. That's it. You know, like or they they're just on a little
0: bit. You Got qui on yeah. a little bit of a great Jedi. That's a true. little bit. I'd uh, say he's
1: like, like eighty Jedi, twenty gray.
0: Well, see, and that's that's the reason that I uh, that gray Jedi just doesn't make sense to me is because the Jedi are the Jedi. They have their values. If they're a Grey Jedi, then they're not a Jedi. Like, they, they deviated from the Jedi values.
1: I guess, in a way... But then there's Mace Windu, who tapped into the dark side. You know, I don't...
0: See That's do we, never been we, confirmed, either. I know.
1: Though. Like, do we really even know that? Like, See, for that's sure? That's the
0: thing, is that, like, the people like to say, because it's the mix of purple and... I mean, red and blue makes purple, it makes but sense. Is it really...
1: Or I is don't it? Think
0: he's tapping into the dark side at all? Because
1: that just goes against his character.
0: Exactly. That's why I've never everything. understood it. That's why I've never understood that. And uh, it, it's a cool idea. And I'm sure there are characters who have done that. Like it'd be cool to do that with like a Darth Revan, because he was both a Jedi and a Sith at one point. So it would make sense for him to be able to tap into the dark side, maybe post being a Sith. Like, uh, it's just. I, and that's another thing is that i don't think a jedi would be able to tap into the dark side without having before fully fallen into the dark side. Mm-hmm. You know what i'm saying?
1: That's true. It'd be very easy to get lost. Exactly. And i guess that like it, it could be even cooler, you know, seeing like Mace is strong enough to hold back. That's like, true. That 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 that's That would pretty, make sense.
0: That would hold new character. You would have
1: to be the best one of the best jedi. Period. To hold back because like It's probably so tempting, like it's probably like, oh my god, I have so much more power at my disposal, but I'm going to choose to just ignore it.
0: Well, that's that's what's interesting is that like I don't think you can be a Jedi and tap into. I I just don't think it's possible because once you do that, like, then you are acting on your emotions. That's like basically all the Sith is is acting on your emotions a little bit more. So and that's exactly what the Jedi teach you not
1: to do. Stop the Sith. You know, if it it'd be different if they were doing it, you know, against I don't know, any anything other than a Sith, if they were using Sith power to defeat. But yeah. if it's if it's if you're going up against a Sith, why not even the playing field a little bit, you know? Like it's it, it just kind of makes logical sense. I get like, I
0: get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. Uh however, I don't think Mace Windu ever did it. I personally. That's true. I, think I, don't, cool. I don't
1: think so either. But it, in itself, it's a cool concept because
0: oh, you have
1: to be such a Jedi to hold back that power, but at the same time, if you're that much of a Jedi, you,
0: you probably would wouldn't even that.
1: think about doing it in the first place.
0: Yeah, so it would be cool to get that at some point. I just don't think it can have anything to do with the Jedi Order. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And at like, the end of the uh, day, Mace Windu's lightsaber's purple. It's just it's purple because he wanted it to be purple.
0: Exactly.
1: He told George Lucas, I want it to be purple.
0: And that's George was like,
1: It's for the kids. Okay. okay. You know, yeah. everything doesn't have to have a reason. Yeah. Okay.
0: This will look cool on toys.
1: Yeah. And Samuel Jackson can be that's that's me. I'm I'm that one, you know, yeah, in the crowd exactly.
0: of five hundred. I'm with you. But yes, that makes Ahsoka Tano move on over Mace Windu, which means we'll have Darth Vader versus Dooku, Yoda versus Lando, and Leia versus Ahsoka in the next round, which that's just a lineup of some fucking great matchups in my opinion. Uh, Next match, we've got Han Solo versus Finn. We talked about Finn a whole lot last week, a whole lot on the Patreon special. Um,
1: The potential was there, it was never executed with, but with Han, it's just Han. It's Han. It's what you wanted. It's what you want in a character. He's freaking cool,
0: he's badass, he's slick, he's sly. And let's not forget Han and Finn interacting in The Force Awakens pretty much throughout the whole movie. They got to spend some time together, which you don't like. You see Han Solo and Finn's names next to each other, and you don't think they were together ever, but... They were a big part of the Force Awakens together, you know, uh on making fun of him for being like, "Oh, big deal. You're a big deal on the resistance, huh?" <laughs> yeah. I love I love that scene in the Force Awakens whenever. Uh, like, "Yo, you're Han Solo, the smuggler." And he's like, "No, that's Han Solo, the 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 fucking rebellion general." And he's like, he's like, "Well, yeah, I'm fucking both actually." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. he's like, "Actually, actually I'm that fucking guy." So, am uh, that dude uh, you're the one who did you're the one who did the Castle Run in 14 parsecs. 12. 12.
1: Yeah, 12. <laughs> Every Star Wars fan knows that. 14. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then and then the it's true. All of it. Bro, I love that scene. Every time. Uh, yeah, I knew Luke.
1: That's pretty I mean, hey, that's badass to say. You you were with the dude who blew up the Death Star.
0: Redeemed <laughs> Vader and had a had a big hand in killing Palpatine
1: people don't know that though yeah people don't know that
0: people don't know that yeah and
1: they don't know the significance yeah but like Luke is the most well-known name
0: he's a myth he's a myth practically like like
1: (laughs) it's so unfathomable that people don't think he's even real That, like, that, what that are is, the odds?
0: What are the odds this guy who can make shit move with his mind is named Skywalker? <laughs> and what are the odds that the thing that blew up
1: planets was taken out by one guy?
0: Yeah, sure. One guy with one shot.
1: With one shot that somehow went down a ventilation shaft, and ventilation shafts are usually pushing out, you know, somehow a ventilation shaft that leads right to the core I mean, obviously that was placed there by the Get creator so. But, but, I mean, that's not how ventilation shafts work in, in the vacuum of space. Know, it doesn't really make sense. Pur-
0: it- he, he constructed it with the purpose of it blowing up one day, so we'll say it's it makes sense. True,
1: true, true. true. But, like, think about that. Like, a dude in the X-Wing that turned off his computer and was like, I'm a freehand this bitch. Use the
0: force. Use the force. Luke. <laughs> hmm. Man. He's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what is going on <laughs> he's like, I like why Luke didn't crash his X-Wing in that moment is beyond me he watched he this fall. dude die he watched this dude fade into nothingness earlier in the movie and then he, he hears his voice while he's piloting I'd freak the fuck out oh.
1: like you get you get the lightsaber and you're like I get how they can make a lightsaber but maybe he's still lying to me about all the moving shit and like I don't know if I believe that, but then use the force. Go! Oh, you know, I jerk out, you know, I
0: use the force,
1: Luke. That'd be pretty scary.
0: I, did you watch the, uh, Star Wars holiday special, the Lego one that came out last year? I, I watched it known. because I was a sucker for this shit around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And there's this part where the, the general idea is that like, uh, there's like this time holocron type thing that Rey has found. And so she's falling through the generations. Of Star Wars, you know, she's she pops up in Luke's X-Wing okay. during that run right there. Okay. And she like Ben's voice comes over. He's like, use the force, Luke. But Luke's too distracted by the fact that Ray's sitting in his fucking lap. But <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, whoa, what the fuck? And Ray's like, Ray's like, you listen to your master. Use the <laughs> force. And then <laughs> he, he uses it and he, she shoots and then he she falls through another time period. She. Sees Obi Wan versus Anakin in the lava. She like it's actually a lot of fun watching her fall through all this. Uh, she goes like through Hoth at one point while Darth Vader is oh, that's dope. like making landfall and stuff. It's a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, it's 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 just a great great little uh little tidbit. But Han Solo does beat Finn. Uh, I think it's uh yeah pretty easy because I mean he's Han, you know Han's Han he You're is gonna Han. You're not going to Han.
1: That dude.
0: That guy. I mean, he was
1: he was the most wanted man in the galaxy at one point. I mean, that dude was wanted by wanted everyone. By,
0: wanted by Jabba the Hutt at that, like... <laughs> dude, that's that's the
1: worst guy to be... Well, be wanted by Vader, I would say, is the worst. In a way, he kind of was wanted by Vader, though. Vader let his freezing, you know, happen. You know, Especially Vader was, after
0: episode four. Han Solo is the one who knocked Vader out of that, uh... Han Solo is the one who saved Luke and gave him the ab- ability to shoot that fucking shot into the Death Star.
1: That's true. You know, he
0: shot he shot Vader, knocked him off course. Can the talk original about Vader in Sky that, City? Like, the original plan for that before they were like, okay, let's make this a fucking trilogy, was Vader died. That's it. That's that. Damn. That was the original idea. And they were like, okay, we can really do something. This made a lot of money. You know?
1: <laughs> okay. This is one thing that I've never spoken to anybody about. And I can't believe we haven't had this conversation. Vader in Sky City, whenever he's hiding in that dinner hall, whatever, you know, they open the door. Holy shit, it's Vader, yeah. right? Han immediately is like, I don't know who this dude is, but he's bad, right? So he's immediately shooting at him, which is just hilarious. Like, I
0: forget the fact that Han hasn't straight up met <laughs> Vader face to face at this point.
1: <laughs> so for one, dude just knows he's evil instantly shooting at him. Vader puts out his hand, his robotic hand, to block the shot. Just absorbs the shot with his hand. And and we just take that as like, yep, that happened. You know. Like, well, he
0: also he also does the thing where he he moves it. Yeah, he moves the blaster bolt, and it like hits like far above his right shoulder too. Like yeah. they were like, showing, like you're not gonna fucking touch this man.
1: Just the sheer. Instantaneous shot of Han cracks me up. Like every time I watch it, I laugh because of how fast Han goes to shoot Vader. Yeah. Like, he's like,
0: no questions asked.
1: Door open, I see tall, dark figure look evil. Boom. Like that was instinctual. And then Han Vader first. Vader having the instinct of just going. <laughs> Like, he's done that before. Vader has done that before. That's not the first time Vader has done that. Exactly. uh, I don't know. I just... I can't believe, like, that scene never comes up in conversation. I just think it's hilarious.
0: (laughs) This one... This next one... Upset alert! Upset alert. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the first matchup, I think, where the, the argument... It, like we've got a we've got a matchup between a classic, an iconic character, and then a new age character, modern day, who has already jumped out to to something of a, I don't know. A high level high level in the fandom though, like people love love this guy. So C three PO versus Din Djarin. We've got three PO at a three seed, and we've got Din Djarin at a, uh, at a six seed.
1: The so, thing is, the thing is, the iconicness of three PO doesn't carry him past the character arc, gotten. the story, everything that den is. Does it? It doesn't carry him that far.
0: No, it doesn't. It, it carries him. It carries him a great deal. You know, like that's, that is why three PO is as high as he is because we've, we've talked about it. Three PO is a little bit of an annoying, piece of shit you know he's he's a little bit of an asshole uh is a little bothersome but you love him because he's c3po you love at him because same time, star wars
1: one of the only scenes i did shed a tear in was when 3po was saying let me get one last good look at my friends before i go i love like, that
0: scene where he like recites I, what poe said earlier in the movie uh, where he's like he's like if i don't do this we lose everything like after all this time Uh, Oh, done.
1: Like I actually cried, and I didn't realize I had that much attachment to three PO. Like I've I've always been an R two guy. Like I would. Me too.
0: I've like I've like gone on record being like three PO is my least favorite Star Wars character.
1: Like if like obviously R two and three PO are the package deal, but if someone told me I had to pick one without hesitation, I'm going with R two. Like I don't know. It's just I'm sorry, three PO, but.
0: It's that attachment to R2 from when we were young, you know? Yeah. We loved R2-D2 because, holy shit, that thing's my size. He's cute.
1: It, that's true. Grogu finds him cute. The little ball that he has has the little blue circle on it. Grogu and R2 be knowing each other, and I know that is factual. Um, Grogu and R2 have seen each other before. and um,
0: They saw each other back somehow. at the temple back in the day. Padme Amidala and R2-D2 have rolled past Grogu one or two times, I'm going to say.
1: It's interesting that Luke didn't hold on to him, though. And let him go. Somehow. Grogu, he had to have been with someone. The dude cannot survive on its own.
0: He's a little uh, bold. The thing is that, like, uh, it, it, it's confusing because we still don't know who was holding him. Like, at the beginning of The Mandalorian, we don't, like, he was just in a random fucking room. How long he's, has he been there?
1: He's already 50 years old. That's 50 years that dude has been alive.
0: Well and if he's post if he if this is like if he got saved from the temple when Anakin was fucking shit up, he's been on his own for twenty That's true 26, he, 27 years.
1: If you're at the temple, I mean they might have like surrogate mothers sort of situation. Like there has to be maybe. someone that takes care of him though. I don't know. Like, maybe now, you know, we see him hunt and get food on his own, you know, so he can obviously survive. But like,
0: well, he was clearly taken from the temple by somebody. That's like, that's ultimately what we're saying: is somebody took him true. from the temple. It's just a matter of what they did with him after. You know,
1: is that location significant? Why was he left there? That's like, the thing. it seemed like no he idea. was left there in a hurry. Like he was not supposed to be left there. Like someone had him. You know, this was a prized possession. Grogu was like, obviously, like you know, this is like a kid. Whether it was a kid to them or just a bounty or whatever. Yeah. But then like it was left in a hurry and guarded somehow. Yeah. So somehow the location of Grogu was known and decided to be guarded by this race of people that just live there to guard him.
0: Yeah, it's it's something. But that scene, that first episode, that's what gives us our first look at Dinjarin. And that's when you realize, okay, this guy's here to fuck shit up. I am excited to watch this guy and that ending when he opens the pod and he sees grogu for the first time baby yoda at the time dude the first time i watched this shit i remember just going oh, what oh, oh, oh. and then like you know obviously first time i'm watching it, and i go is that yoda like i'm thinking like when is this in the timeline what am i doing yeah. here and then i'm like and then I'm like, no, this is after Return of the Jedi. This is a new. This is a new kid. Is it? I'm like, oh fuck yeah, let's get into it, baby. And like that's when I. That's like that's why for
1: that I don't was
0: know. I don't know. more so than anything in the sequel trilogy was the most exciting scene in modern day Star Wars for me. Oh, like, I mean originally until didn't until didn't Luke know. Skywalker shows up at the end of the Mandalorian. You, you know? know,
1: from the first sight of Grogu, that you are watching an iconic character like already. It's just it's just you already know. You already know that this character is going to be the biggest character in Star Wars for the next foreseeable future. For however long, however many years, like Well, this- that's
0: the thing. Have you like have you thought about the fact that there are High Republic comic books and books and stuff with Yoda as a character 400 500 years in the past we could go 400, 500 years in the future and Grogu can be a part of those stories as a grown-up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's exciting. The fact that we have that, we, we are introduced to a character at such a young age, I pray... They don't kill I pray him. they don't kill him. And I don't think they will. But, like, we're gonna, like, if, if we're seeing this young of a character who has the longevity to live to 950 to 1,000, why aren't they using him as the branch to a future to a future story
1: as grogu is the seeds for phase one through 75 pretty much if they wanted
0: to pretty much like if they wanted to if they wanted to jump forward in the timeline randomly 500 years 600 years to just tell a brand new star wars story and you need a link there it is grogu think
1: about what the jedi even are in 500 years
0: that's the thing. I don't like. Are the Jedi the Jedi
1: rem- are already spoken of as myth already?
0: It's really up to Ray right now. Like that's that's what it comes. That's what it comes down to. Is that like whatever Ray chooses to do after Episode Nine is what determines the future of the Jedi.
1: Ooh, I see some conflict. I think I see why they made her name Skywalker. Now she's going to teach younglings as a Skywalker one of them will figure out that she's a Palpatine oh and try to and this person will turn try to turn the rest of the Jedi temple against them like hey this person's a Palpatine
0: she's lied to us our whole life
1: like can you imagine yeah like this is she's a Palpatine like and all that we know of Palpatines is that they lie and that's all they do
0: Like that, that would be something Ray would have to get out ahead of as, as a temple leader. She'd have to say, okay, here's the thing guys. I go by Ray Skywalker, but I'm going to tell you the truth right now. My grandpa was the emperor of the galaxy for 20 years.
1: Is that something you tell younglings the first day though?
0: Not first day. That's something you (laughs) ease them into, but it's also like the fact that that, like that thought process you were talking about, like her lying to me. Da, 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 da. That doesn't happen until you're, like, 15. I gotta think. Like, like some... I think that's gotta be, like, teenagers who are like, oh, shit, I finally put this together. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I mean, it, it, you gotta think. Ray could completely change the way the Jedi work. Instead that's of crazy. taking children, you know, and just from birth telling them this is the way it is. Maybe, you know, you still take kids at a young age just to teach them enough, but maybe it's not like... You, you cannot, you cannot form relations, you know, maybe they, they get rid of all of these, all of the the rules, you know, more of like a Protestant Jedi, I guess in a way. Well, like, that's
0: the thing is that like, there's, there's that line from Rose Tico in episode eight, where she's like, that's how we win. Not fighting what we hate, saving what we love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something the Jedi should actually embody. You know, we shouldn't be fighting we shouldn't be fighting and standing up against i mean we should be standing up get standing up against things we hate but it shouldn't be because we hate them it should be because we're fighting for something we care about
1: that's true and like i i i mean i don't see any reason for ray to be like okay i have these sacred texts and all if i want to i can go buy the book you know i can go buy the book as it can get because she has the texts like I would assume that lays out some type of order. The council, like that, out, that that probably lays out a lot of things. But I see Ray, you know, after she formed an attachment to Kylo, you know, maybe a little bit with Finn. Who knows if that was really a thing? Um, but like I don't think she's she sees like we don't have to cut off every connection. Why would we? You know, like just because we're Jedi and we can, you know, we're fighting against. You know, these people, why do we have to cut off love? Why do we have to cut off all these great things of life, you know?
0: Well, there's also this uh this idea that like the idea that I generally like is that they don't limit it to people who are force sensitive in terms of teachings. They mm. they teach as many people as they can everything to make it as well known throughout the galaxy as they can. This is something you should you should know about and something that you should embrace you know, this is a like it's it's what things could be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if what if Ray and Finn don't open so much a Jedi temple, but both of them coming from the background they have? What if they open something like an orphanage? Like uh, like displaced kids throughout the galaxy, they raise them up on fucking Endor or whatever with Finn and Janna just kind of hanging out place where the Empire fell. What better place to raise back up? Raise a new, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't no. know. I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be a, I'd be a fun little idea.
1: I'd say what could be even more successful is the birth of, like, the Force as a religion. Yeah, like a literal, like we're just going to worship the Force. It's obviously here. They have definitive proof. I'd say that. Yeah, I don't need more than that. You know, if I had, if I had, if I saw Jesus walk on water turn water to wine, hear blindness in front. Like, if, if I saw that dude do that stuff, there's no way I'm going to be like, nah, this ain't really it. Like, I'm going to be like, oh my god. Like, I'm literally in the presence of a god. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be a good way of establishing a super long timeline of, you know, it Star Wars. It's interesting
0: to think about. Is there the potentiality, if Rey were to give the seeds to the entire galaxy, like, hey, become familiar with this. This is a real thing. Do you think there's a potentiality down the line that Force-sensitives are eventually worshipped? It would make sense. It would make sense. It's kind of like
1: a divine intervention. There would
0: have to be few of them. You know what I'm saying? It couldn't be like a, there's thousands of jedi there's,
1: an, there's no way they go with, it could be anyone. They cannot do that. Like, I feel like that's what they want to go with, is that it could be anybody. If you just hone in and you learn and you, you know, through the force. I'm I working. I think that's what they want to go through, but I they, I don't know. I don't really think that works. Um, It just doesn't make sense. Because well, at the end that- of the day, some people's lives are just not that important on the grand scheme of things. It's just how it is. Some people are going to be born and, you know, they're like not going to do
0: anything. It's just how it is. Well, what if what if like uh giving them the opportunity like that 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 that's is true. that is the rebirth of the galaxy. Like a like a uh a fucking renaissance for the entire galaxy. What if that's what we're looking at post episode 9? Like
1: I guess I just there's no way they make the decision that anyone could be force sensitive if they try hard enough. I just don't okay, think
0: they I'm with you, I'm with you there. I think there's like – like you do have to have an inclination like biologically. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something you were born with that – like that's why midichlorians made sense to me. Uh, However, I don't want that to be like – I don't want it to be like if you have the most midichlorians, then you're automatically – like I think it makes sense for like Han Solo to have a midichlorian count. It's just low. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be like when we think of someone as Force-sensitive, we think Luke, Kylo. We think of people who can move stuff with their minds. Yeah. But maybe anyone, (laughs) maybe any being can become more spiritual with the Force, you know, and maybe not necessarily move things, you know, not get Jedi powers. But engage or, like, Listen they, they gain intuition and, you know, that side of the force.
0: Of I'm like, with you. I, I hey. like that. They yeah. gain insight.
1: Yeah, like, they, they don't know how to swing a lightsaber. They don't know how to pick up a rock with their head. But they can be like, I see this beautiful thing that involves everything. It's life. It's how it is. Like, you know, well, maybe,
0: And the we're looking if, if that's like what Ray were to do, which I think would be the ideal thing is to inform people on what's going on and like what actually is happening. And if people are uh, taught how to engage with the force in any of their own ways, obviously, there are people who like just like there are now we have we have religions and stuff. And there are plenty of people who do not believe in every religion, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? There would still be people who are like, this is a whole bunch of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe they just don't have – maybe they don't have the – maybe it is a faith thing. Maybe it is a mm-hmm. little bit like you have to believe in the Force a little bit for you to engage with mm-hmm. it. Uh, that makes sense. That would make sense. It has to be a little – it has to operate on faith a little bit. Uh,
1: maybe Han is the embodiment of that. Maybe a Han- true non-believer going into a believer, like a full believer, yeah. obviously, because he saw Luke
0: <laughs> – and, and, his
1: his wife. and his wife and Vader and, and everyone around Kyle. him. Yeah, everyone around him. Like, I don't know. I, I it could be a really cool direction that they they could go. Um, obviously they can go anywhere though. Like, uh, Grogu could die. You know, Kylo could have killed Grogu. He could have died in Absolutely. the death, in the temple. Like, he could be dead. I don't. You know, your argument of it's for the kids at the end of the day makes me believe that they won't. Kill the cute little green guy. But you never know.
0: You never know. You never know. Uh, but, nevertheless, Dinjarin for me, does beat 3PO.
1: One last thing for 3PO, and this is an okay. IRL example of why 3PO should lose. The Royals game, you know, back when COVID was more of a thing, we couldn't go outside yet. They're starting to put real people in there now, but there were cardboard cutouts um, behind the plate and stuff like that um, and you know in seats and you could pay to have your cardboard cutout there but sometimes the Royals place some characters in pop culture or something like that sure. in the seats you know some days there was 3PO R2 um, and Chewy I believe there were those three cardboard cutouts and they were right behind home plate so they were on TV the whole time and purposely 3PO no one was around him his seat, and no one was around him, like a whole radius of seats. And then you saw people sit,
0: like that's funny. You that's saw, funny. even
1: R two and Chewie are off I mean, to was, the side.
0: I mean, the Star Wars fans, yes.
1: That? Oh, totally. And I looked at it and I asked, like I said to my family, I'm like, do you do you get it? You know, or I'm like, I'm like, do you see anything funny with the seating right now? And they're like. Like, no, why? Like, they couldn't – they didn't put the two and two together. And I'm like
0: – It's because 3PO's an annoying piece of shit. Who yeah,
1: I'm like, he's annoying. World. No one wants to sit around him. There. And then once I told him, they're like, oh, my God, that is so smart. And then we checked the Royals' Twitter, and they had a picture of it or something like that with a caption of, like, you know, beep, 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 beep you know, and then Chewie agrees, <laughs> beep, beep. you know, like <laughs> asterisk Chewie agrees, and then, you know, showing what? them sitting far away. So it I'm glad that it was done on purpose and in in real life and in the city I live. So I just wanted to to say That's that.
0: Outstanding. That's this outstanding. is why
1: Din wins. No one wants to sit next to three P O at a ball game. Okay.
0: On the on this side of the bracket, next round for the Sweet Sixteen, we will have Darth Vader versus Count Dooku, Yoda versus Lando Calrissian, Leia Organa versus Ahsoka Tano, and Han Solo versus Din Jaran.
1: Ooh.
0: That one's tough for me. Ooh.
1: For
0: me. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it.
1: Holy crap! For now,
0: let's move on to the other side of the bracket.
1: Bada bing, bada boom. We still got
0: half of this bracket left, so we'll try and rain it in a little bit. We've got, <laughs> we've got Luke Skywalker versus Bo Katan. I don't think we need to talk much. Luke Skywalker. We've before. already talking. We've already talked about Luke
1: for at least thirty minutes of time. About Luke podcast. alone, and we haven't even gotten. Now we're at his matchup. Yeah, his exactly. name has come up in almost every matchup, and it just makes sense. Yeah, dude's moving on.
0: Uh, and we talked about Bo-Katan a lot last week. If you want to hear our thoughts on Bo-Katan, go listen to the round of sixty-four. And if you want another to hear, ginger, I listened to our I listened to our Patreon episode yesterday, and like the the characters we chose to talk about were so fascinating to me. Like, because hmm. I I mean I was a little, but we were talking we talked like. Maz Kanata first, then DJ, the uh, mm-hmm. code breaker from the Last Jedi. Then we talked uh, Moondi for a while, mm-hmm. the Jedi, the Jedi Master, and Plo Koon and Kit Fisto. Like we were, we weren't talking about like Luke Skywalker and Anakin and Han mm-hmm. and Leia like too extensively. We were like, let's dive into these fucking guys. Let's I think
1: go, I think go, we just fun. agreed on an unwritten rule that like, okay, this person's obviously losing. Let's give him the spotlight. Exactly. And let's let's dump every piece of knowledge I know about that person just right here. And exactly. I think that I think that's just what we did.
0: There's just a whole lot of great content on a whole lot of characters that aren't even in the bracket. That's true. Like, like Hux and Phasma and uh, uh, fucking God, there was more here. Let me let me go. There's a out...
1: lot of characters that we
0: talked about. Let's see. We also got like Bodhi Rook. We talked about Rogue One for like 40 minutes on that podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, true. Jana, Babu Frick, the client. We even focused on the client for a while from The Mandalorian. Like uh Dryden Voss. Like we 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 really got into it there. So if you want to go listen to that, patreon.com slash Bloom. Good news. We we gained a patron post uh the uh the big scoop. Uh one patron though, one guy. I don't know who he is. followed us on Twitter and then joined the Patreon shortly after so i know he listened after following and then was like i want more of this so i'm encouraged shout out that guy thank you Uh, thank you that guy thank you that guy uh but yeah luke skywalker beats Bo Katan. uh next we've got maul versus kylo ren
1: this one's actually kind of interesting this one's Um, different uh i could
0: i could see it going either way quite easily actually uh i'd understand an argument for maul and i'd understand an argument for kylo uh However, I like the upset here. Mm. I like Kylo over Maul. Uh, we've talked a lot about Kylo this episode, and had we not, I don't know that I would have came to this conclusion. You know, uh, but Maul's arc in the Clone Wars and his death in Rebels, it's it's a very very good 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 arc. Like, let it's me hard. say this.
1: Whenever I said Vader and Sky City and, and Han had the instinct to shoot him instantly, went, you know, all the neurons fire that this guy's evil. Maul is even more evil-looking than Vader. Yeah. You look at Maul, and you know he's not on your side. 100%. Before you even look at him, actually. You could probably sense. Yeah, and A non-force-sensitive being can probably sense that this guy's in the room and that he's already evil. He's so evil that he walks in the room and evil is sensed. And um, imagine, you're making this new prequel trilogy, you're you're trying to stand up to the original movies, you have to create this badass villain and you just execute it so perfectly and you give him the coolest fighting style, you give him a double-sided lightsaber which we've never seen before. Which epic. is just cool. He's, he's taking
0: epic. on two Jedi at once. In I don't want to take away. I don't want to take away from Maul one bit. One bit. I love Maul. Great. Phenomenal character. But we've talked about Kylo. We've talked about how he probably is the character from the sequel trilogy if you're gonna take one. And I think his arc. If we're gonna get down to it, given the people it involves outside of him, is probably a little more compelling. I like I like the idea that Maul's life is spent trying to get revenge on Ben Kenobi. Uh, he was the one who could sense that the fall of the Republic was coming, and that Anakin Skywalker was at the center of it all. Like if people would have just listened to Maul, shit would have been fine. Which is funny. He he offers to take Ahsoka under his wing. If to that would have happened a bit. if that would have happened, who knows uh Maul really takes a liking to Ezra Bridger in the uh, in the rebel series and kind of like treats him as a as a little uh apprentice. Of I love
1: mall in in Sava press like you just look at Savage and you're like that dude just looks so much more powerful, but then you just get the real sense of how strong maul is like like. Even though Maul doesn't look that big, like he's Maul is still like, I could take you out at any moment. Like Yeah, exactly. You, you like you realize I'm just that much better than you. And I don't know. But can Kylo, you hear that
0: vacuum by chance? No? Okay, no. cool. I just want to make sure there's, anything, a anything, there's a vacuum above me. There's a vacuum above me and I can barely hear myself. But uh if you can't can you hear it now?
1: It's very faint. It's very okay, not, that's encouraging. not noticeable. I think you think it's a lot more noticeable than it is. It's okay, like cool. you have well, to just listen to,
0: make sure. to it. I just wanted to make sure.
1: But Kylo, like... The only thing that's holding me back is how they went out with him and how him... Like, I agree that Ray should have lived. If one of them had to die, I'm fine with Kylo being the one that dies. But, like... I don't think they needed to die. I don't I don't think one of them needed to die. I just think I don't they think so I just think they wanted to introduce force healing into the to the universe for some reason. You know, they did it with Grogu, the episode, you know, the night before the movie came out, right? Wasn't yeah. it like the the little night nights before. before yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean like I I don't know if if they wanted force healing to be into it and then they wrote that around that or if they wanted Kylo to die and then they wrote it around I don't know. But Kylo's arc is very cool. I believe it carries the sequels, his arc. Yeah. The Dyad and his arc carry the sequels. Um, I, it, I mean, obviously when he goes Ben Solo, the shrug, awesome scene. Um, it's
0: a shame that he got one line as Ben Solo and it was out. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> I just don't know, though. I just don't know. I don't know if I can sleep at night saying that Kylo beats out Maul is the thing.
0: I'm with you. I I, I get it. I get it. I remember coming out of The Rise of Skywalker and finishing the sequel trilogy. Nearly convinced this guy was my favorite. You know, like ever.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Just because of how much I enjoyed that scene of him coming back to the light. And the strength of that scene alone, for me, the only scene that rivals it with Maul is his death scene with Obi-Wan on Tatooine.
1: It's a beautiful scene.
0: Oh, it's a beautiful scene.
1: I mean, the same movements, the, the literal same Obi-Wan.
0: Obi-Wan's Obi-Wan going through the... It it was, exactly.
1: Oh, no. Literally, the thought that went into that scene alone... Where Obi-Wan started out as Obi-Wan, went to Qui-Gon, Maul instinctually did what he would do against Qui-Gon, or what he did against Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan realizing what he was going to do, and then using that
0: to kill him. He's been thinking thinking about that moment for Ah. for, for fucking 20 years at that point. The moment he watched his master Ah. die. He knows exactly what Maul did. He's seen, He watched it 10,000 times over in his head, and he knew as soon as he struck that pose exactly what he would do. He would go for that hit in the face with the lightsaber, and he just sawed right through that shit.
1: It's, I don't know, man. I,
0: I gave it to Maul on the bracket. I already clicked it. I already clicked it. It's you, you just,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's just... This is close though. This is close. It's not that far off. Like Kylo could win.
0: I feel bad because this was the last chance for a sequel trilogy character to make it past the round of 32. Think about it though.
1: Think about it. Whoever wins is going up against Luke next. They're both going to die regardless. So we shouldn't feel as bad.
0: We shouldn't feel as bad. Uh, but However, it is to the, sequel. It yeah. the sequel trilogy is done at this point. Uh, the the only the only characters who still have a chance who appeared in the sequel trilogy but weren't the sequel trilogy were are Palpatine, R two D two, Chewbacca. That's it. Hey, and they're all original trilogy.
1: I would put Grogu in the
0: sequel group. Grogu okay. could
1: come out on top.
0: We don't know. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm, I'm just going to say right now, I think, I think Grogu's got a pretty good looking path at the moment to at least the elite eight. He's got a good path. He's got, He's got a good, a good path. path. He's like, got a good path. But <laughs> for for the elite eight, we or for the uh, sweet sixteen, my apologies, mm-hmm. uh, we will be seeing Luke Skywalker face Maul. Uh, next matchup, we've got a fun one: mm-hmm. Palpatine versus Qui Gon Jinn. And now, Qui-Gon, phenomenal character. I want more of Qui-Gon in any capacity we can get, potentially like a young Qui-Gon learning from Dooku. That'd be cool. Watching Dooku's fall to the dark side and Qui-Gon having to go through that, that'd be dope. Mm. Uh, However, we do just have the Phantom Menace when it comes for Qui-Gon, and we've got five or six movies with Palpatine in it. You know what I'm saying? And Palpatine's the, the puppet master of it all.
1: Without Palpatine, Palpatine, you don't have Star Wars. It is as simple as that. I mean, I guess a villain could replace him, but one of the greatest villains in all of cinema history. One um, and
0: also one of the most underrated. Because that, here's that's the thing. True.
1: He's Vader takes the spotlight
0: of does, Palpatine. Like And he's not the big bad, which is fascinating. The yeah. fact that the most iconic villain in Star Wars is not the most powerful one.
1: That's true. Yeah. It's uh it's if you ask if you go on the street and you say who is the main villain of Star Wars, Darth Vader Darth is Panther. the 99% answer.
0: Yeah. I people guarantee. who are Star Wars fans will say Palpatine, but those who aren't familiar with Star Wars in a complete capacity will say Vader. I would it's still say
1: Marvel. I would still say many star, like deep Star Wars fans would still say Vader. It's just instinctual. It's how iconic that. the character is. Like mm-hmm. it's just how it is. I don't I, it's just crazy that in a universe where the most powerful villain like still isn't looked at as the most powerful villain is it is He lives
0: in the shadows. Mm-hmm. It's the entire it's the entire That's thing.
1: That's true. He lives
0: in the shadows. In the shadows always. But yeah, Palpatine over Qui Gon there. It has to be it. Yeah, it has dude, to be dude,
1: dude just plays chess. I mean, even if it comes down to the one v one, Palpatine takes it. That dude can do a five eighty horizontally, um, or a, like a ten eighty. I don't know how many
0: twists that boy did. Um, was have you heard George Lucas say there's only a few people who could kill Qui uh, Could kill Palpatine, and it was Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker. Was Qui Gon a part of that group? For some reason, I think so. Which is interesting, considering he got his ass kicked by Maul. Yeah. But I, d- I guess he probably wasn't, given that fact. But like, mm. it is interesting to think about. Uh, but nevertheless, Palpatine goes out on top versus Qui Gon Jinn. Next matchup are are the boys. The boys. These are the these are the the children. The children. We've got R two D two versus Grogu.
1: This. Matchup right here, I think is Grogu's hardest matchup until he were to reach Luke. Yeah, Um, I agree. I got he reach Luke. Yes, he would reach Luke. He would reach Luke. So Uh, this one is the closest because if he wins this, he's winning the next
0: one. I think too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just because of our love for the guy. Yeah, he's just she's just too adorable. Here's the thing: is that no, I've said this before. No character has done what Grogu has done in terms of like breaking through to pop culture on the whole. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like he is known. Not his name Grogu, but Baby Yoda is known, you know? There's
1: only few characters that people know without seeing Star Wars. If you walk up to someone that's never seen Star Wars, they know Vader. They know Grogu.
0: They they know. But here's the thing. They probably know R2-D2.
1: That's true. That's true. I don't even know if I put Luke there, which is crazy. I don't,
0: yeah, it is crazy. It's but, just like, I'm like, trying to
1: think a non-Star Wars. Yoda you know, uh, Yoda's
0: another one. Chewbacca, mm, probably. It's these ones that are – it's the ones that aren't human. That's true. The ones that aren't human are the ones that are going to get recognized. That's true. You know what I'm saying?
1: R2 is responsible for
0: so much
1: in this universe. dude. Dude, like, plans to Luke, him – All him. He had the last missing piece. He did. To Luke. He saw Anakin, you know, he saw from Anakin to Luke. Like, dude,
0: R2's been in some good presence. R2, isn't it like, he's like originally from Naboo. He was just on a Naboo Starfighter with Padme. Yeah. And they were like, let's get it, guys. All the R2 units activate, and they all like, rolled out and like that's just where it started and Padme took a liking to R2 and that's her droid now so like it's fascinating like originally not Anakin's originally Padme's which is another really cool aspect when you get to the original trilogy that you've got a droid created by Anakin and a droid who's originally was Padme and they're together wow. throughout the whole sequel tr- throughout the original trilogy and the rest of it which that's is just true. it's cool
1: I mean boy he's done a lot think about it from the very second they crash landed, R2 knew where to go. <laughs> he was set, and three PO was like, nah, dude, nah. I'm going this way. You you have fun. And then three PO was like, you know what? This dude just has to be right somehow.
0: I don't know. I mean I trust well, the Astro I, Droid. I love and like when I think back to A New Hope, episode four, it's like, dude, you don't see Luke Skywalker till like the thirty seven minute mark in that movie. You follow 3PO and R2-D2 for a while.
1: Yeah, that's true. Which
0: is – it's really like – and that's what solidifies them as like the – like that's what makes them Star Wars is the fact that they are the first thing you get familiar with. You know what I'm saying? and Vader. that's the
1: beginning of the movie. You see Leia tell R2 something, ship them off in an escape pod, and then there we go. I mean there we are. Like we saw Vader and Leia. We saw Vader and Leia, but it was just like, all right, take her away. You know, and then we're – There we go. Like, I mean, really 3PO and, and R2 are the first two characters you're really introduced to like that. You really get an introduction to.
0: Yeah. They're your introduction to the universe at large. It's, it's, it's kind of that, it's that brand new feeling, you know, imagine in 1977 going to the theater, watching this movie. And you're like, I'm following a robot for the first 30 minutes of this fucking movie. It's like, it's 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 kind of a letting you know this is not what you've seen. That's before. true.
1: I mean, I just watched 2001 a space odyssey for the first time um a week ago and the first 30 or like 40 minutes are of monkeys. It's just apes dancing around this weird alien technology. It's yeah, just it's monkeys. Pretty- and I'm like I was watching it May have been a little intoxicated at the time. I really, I really was like, am I watching 2001 A Space Odyssey or am I watching some bootleg? Like, what am I watching? Like, did they link the wrong movie? So I fast forward. I go to the 40 minute mark and we're just now in space in 40 minutes. And I'm like, they really have these monkeys for 35 minutes of the goddamn movie. I could not imagine seeing a trailer. Or a poster for 2001 A Space Odyssey in a theater and being like, oh, I I got to see this opening night. I go and for 40 minutes. I don't see a human
0: face. (laughs) 2001 A Space Odyssey is fascinating. Stanley Kubrick is just fucking crazy. The guy who directed and wrote that movie, dude, just was on a,
1: acid, and you wow. cannot convince me otherwise. I've only <laughs> seen that movie one time. He's on acid. I don't care. I, I, there's only one thing I know in the universe, and that is it.
0: Stanley, Kruppin, it's Stanley Kubrick did LSD, but uh, so let's let's make a decision here: R two D two or Grogu? Who makes it
1: through? You know what? Let's change the rules for this one. Instead of going off the seed, let's think about the one v one right now. No, let's think about if they were to one v one right now, who would win? R two D two beats that ass. Are you,
0: you kidding? Think? You <laughs> no. think? No, I, I think R two D two gives them a little more of a fight than you think. But that's I think true. Grogu, I think Grogu uh, ultimately uses the Force and just like knocks them down, and then R two D two can't get up. <laughs> that's just that's just it. That's true. Yeah, I mean,
1: having the force is really just OP.
0: It is. I. I you know what? I'm gonna go with, anyway. I'm gonna go with Grogu. It's just that uh, I, I've loved R2D2 all my life. You know, like since I was, I was beginning of my Star Wars fandom. R2D2's been there. If you're a if you've been a fucking fan since your childhood, that's like one of the big names. Uh, however, like I said, for Din. Getting introduced to Grogu was the best moment in modern Star Wars for me, besides Luke Skywalker showing up in the in the finale of the second season. True. That introduction alone, its it was enough and exciting enough for me to go, oh, fuck. I'm about to fall in love with Star Wars. Because that was really the beginning of when my fandom began growing even deeper, is when The Mandalorian mm. came. That's so, true. Man. I mean
1: you're we're going to look back, you know, in our deathbed and be like Grogu carried Star Wars for probably 50 years. <laughs>
0: exactly. He's going to be carrying Star Wars for so long. He like, really will be. Excited. He's he's the new Yoda. He's the new Yoda. And the fact that like there's guess, always got to yeah. be this figure. There's yeah. always got to be this figure. I love it. I love it. Hmm. Uh, but for me, Grogu takes it over R two. That's just the way it is. Which means, next round we'll have Luke Skywalker versus Maul, and Emperor Palpatine versus Grogu.
1: Looking like we're getting a Luke v Grogu situation. I won't, you know, necessarily say where I'm at, but maybe that's where I'm at. Uh, but,
0: well, here's the thing: is that I'm fascinated that Palpatine was the four seed here because. I don't think it mattered who won R2-D2 versus Grogu. I think they were they were beating Palpatine. That's for my true. money, anyway. That's true. For my money. That's true. What a... This
1: is the exciting part of the bracket right here. This
0: is where, this is where we're coming down to it. Oh, yeah. coming down to it. We've got Anakin Skywalker versus Jango Fett. We've talked about Jango Fett a whole bunch over the last couple weeks. Even on the Bad Batch podcast on the Patreon version, I talked about Jango Fett for a while on in the introduction. Uh, cool character, but... Man you're not Anakin Skywalker. We talked about Anakin at the very beginning of this podcast for like another 30 minutes or something like that. So uh, it's <laughs> Anakin Anakin over Django.
1: Yeah, there's not uh, nothing really to say even. I mean this next matchup is just when your son is so much cooler than you, you know like think about it. you're the initial donor of DNA for the one of the galaxy's largest armies of all time yeah and then one of those clones turns out to be way fucking cooler than you you're the original source one of the millions of however many were created is way cooler than you so true
0: arguably arguably a couple of them
1: a couple of them i'd say all the bad batch the bad batch is probably cooler than Django fett
0: and we'll get to another character another clone here soon that's pretty baller uh pretty baller indeed but uh so Anakin over Django. Next matchup, we got Boba Fett versus Padme Amidala. Ooh, this is tough. This is really um, tough. Because, uh, I mean, I love Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett. However, Padme is just so important. Like, the importance of Padme to the Star Wars universe and her impact on Anakin Skywalker alone is a reason enough to take her over Boba Fett 100% for me
1: and the Uh, effect that Padme Amidala has had across every man and probably every woman too um in the universe um is quite insane um I, I mean that's gotta that's gotta lead into it
0: it's gotta lead but I have a question about Boba Fett
1: okay so, Does Boba Fett's badassery outweigh Padme's gorgeousness?
0: I'm not basing my assessment of Padme on her looks. Uh, I can't. I can't, in good conscience, <laughs> push her through because she's hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean,
1: I would be comfortable with pushing her through because she's hot, but I won't, out of respect. Out of respect, I will take it out of the equation.
0: Um, and as it stands. I I have I have a kind of semi-related question to Boba Fett and Anakin Skywalker. Do you think Darth Vader hires Boba Fett because he reminds him of uh the clones? Oh.
1: <laughs> oh my god, he just wants a friend, dude. <laughs> he,
0: just wants, he just wants Rex back, man.
1: Oh my god. Why is everything surrounding Vader so sad? (laughs) It's all so devastating. Oh my God. That is so sad.
0: Post Book of Boba. I think Boba's an easy take here. But we haven't gotten that yet.
1: Honestly though, in saying that. I I think Boba just deserves to win. Even right now.
0: And you know what? I don't have beef with that. I don't have beef with that.
1: Okay. Padme is an important ass character. Is she really a good character, though? Or is she just kind of there?
0: The thing for me... I think she is a genuinely good character. I think uh, she time and time again stands up for what she believes in. I guess her you know? role as a senator she, is huge. Huge. She is not taken by Palpatine's bullshit. Whenever he announces the first galactic empire, she's like, "So this is how democracy dies." with thunderous fucking applause. Like she she is I I, I like her simply because of uh, outside of Anakin her belief system. I think she she stands as a a very very uh strong symbol and a huge influence on leia's future life you know what i'm saying like uh, whether mm. she knows it or not that's that's clearly where leia got her political savvy you know it's uh it's mm-hmm. from her mother and uh padme being the mom to luke and leia we hadn't even mentioned that part i mean that's huge and she goes way under the radar for that you know that's we true. always talk about how we always talk about how anakin's their father but we rarely talk about how padme's their mom
1: that's true that uh, she rarely does get talked about. Like, I, think I mean, she deserves it's just, more love. It's just hard because you're talking about a Darth Vader and a Luke Skywalker and a Leia. Like, you're talk you're putting them up with Jedi. You know, you don't really think of of the senator, I guess. Whenever you're putting them in, in Jedi terms,
0: and that's that's another fun thing too is that like, uh, when you go back and you watch the original trilogy and you watch the prequel trilogy, there are a lot of parallels to Padme. From or like I guess, since the prequel trilogy came out after original trilogy, there there's a lot of homages and parallels to the original trilogy between Padme and Luke and Padme and Leia. Mm. Like that wasn't something George Lucas ignored that connection. It's just that uh, it's just one that wasn't emphasized. I guess that you know makes sense saying?
1: because if they if if their personalities were truly off of their father, Luke and Leia would not be who they are at all. No,
0: they're not. They're not. They, they they're, are. They are more like Padme than they are Anakin. Oh,
1: definitely. Oh, definitely. They are definitely the mama. Like, they Luke's a mama's boy, Leia's a mama's girl. Like, yeah. that's just what it is. Like, Absolutely. Isn't it... Okay, also, I don't think this scene gets talked about enough. Whenever Vader has Leia right there in the Death Star, you know, about to blow up Alderaan, mm-hmm. like, the tension... She does does Leia know? That's the thing. Luke does not know who his dad is at all because he's been sheltered his whole life. But Leia's in this. Like Leia's been in this fight. Do you think she's that's fighting true. Vader because she knows, like, hey, that's my dad?
0: I don't think she knows it's his dad. There's the There is that scene in Return of the Jedi, however, where Luke tells her, You are my sister and Vader is our father. And she says she like, she, like, looks down in realization and is like, I know. I don't know how I know, but I know that I know. Okay. So the Force—
1: Okay. Obviously— The Force
0: comes into play there.
1: Obviously, the Force brought Luke and Leia together. That's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, duh. It's not like some dumb luck that these two lost siblings— got together like not
0: dumb not dumb luck that leia sends r2d2 down to tatooine and r2d2 is sold to luke Skywalker. exactly and it you know after after another droid goes to shit and then he picks r2 like there's just all that there's just all this shit that like had to go right for them so do so you I, do you think before
1: luke before luke finds out that vader is his father do you think pat or do you think leia knew
0: Here's my thing is we don't know enough about how Bail Organa raised Leia. Did Bail ever tell her she's adopted? Her name is Leia Organa. Does she know that Bail and – I can't remember her mom's name, her adopted mom's name. Does she know they are not her birth parents? Uh, Hmm. There's that part in Return of the Jedi where Luke asks if he can remember – if she can remember her mom and she's like only in flashes you know i remember that she was beautiful uh and stuff like that and that she was sad doesn't she say she was sad like maybe bria i can't remember
1: bria is the, bria, the, the one. bria organa
0: yeah uh i was i wanted to say Baru, but i knew that was luke's aunt mm-hmm. uh uh bria organa uh I don't think Leia knew for sure Vader was her father. I I wouldn't put it past her to have had an insight or an inkling to kind of be like, there's something very familiar about you. Mm. You know, like there's something like different about the rivalry I have with you than there is anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Like there's Mm -hmm. probably that tension there that doesn't get explored a lot because it just wasn't planned there. You know? Uh, Dude, like he, he like, like it's just
1: crazy. Like obviously when you're watching Star Wars the first time, you don't know that. You don't know that Vader is holding, like, his hands are on the shoulders of his daughter.
0: Of his like, daughter.
1: Like, and, ho- and he's holding his daughter captive, like, and, and he, also
0: tortured, he also tortures his daughter. Yeah. With that, with that droid. Like, oh
1: my gosh, that's just so, uh I wish, oh my god, what I would do, what I would do to see the original trilogy first, you know, actually see the movies as they came out. And then have the realization, like,
0: oh my god. I can't imagine what it was like to be in the theater when Darth Vader goes, no, I am your father.
1: That has to be the biggest plot twist of all time.
0: It's such a big plot twist that I feel like it's one of, like, two things that all people are born knowing. You know what I'm saying? I knew,
1: yes, without even watching Star Wars, I knew that somehow. As a dumb kid,
0: I knew that. It's because you've, you've heard like the line, yes. I am your father is so <laughs> iconic that it's like, you're born knowing it. It's, it's like, <laughs> and that's why everyone confuses it with no, you're like, Luke, I am, Luke, your, father. I am
1: your father because no, I'm like, exactly. your father doesn't give contextual sense. Exactly. Oh my God.
0: Like, isn't that, that is insane. That's it. Bre- insane. It breached a level of pop culture normalcy that it's just like, it's a thing. It everyone knows. common knowledge. <laughs> That Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. Wow. And, 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 and I mean, like I, that is one thing that like the original trilogy probably felt a little robbed of is the reveal that Leia was the, the daughter. It was, you know, the, Luke's like, mm, or Yoda's like mm, another there is. And, uh, you know, Obi- Luke's like, you know, Yoda spoke of another. And everyone's like, yes, uh, at birth, we separated you and your sister. da da da, da. He's like, Leia! And, like, that's it. <laughs> Was it Leia? Was it Rey? Was it Rey? Yeah, see, there's all that speculation. Was it Grogu? Was it Grogu? Was it Grogu? Much to think about. But see, because, like, now we know at this point. Yoda, like... Yoda's not cut off from the Force. However... Is only aware of Leia.
1: That's true.
0: So, I mean, obviously at the time, it's how just How does that he know? There
1: are... How do they know?
0: How does Yoda know? Yeah. That Leia's his sister? Like, how did... He, they... he was there when Padme gave oh, birth. Oh,
1: wait! Wait, what am I doing? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. That was... Yeah, Yoda, Yoda and wow. Obi-Wan. Yoda and Obi-Wan helped I... so Padme give birth. Somehow, I forgot the entire prequel s- trilogy. Um, <laughs> literally, I just forgot the entire trilogy. Somehow, I was for a second. How does Yoda know that, <laughs> I, that I, Luke just and Leia I went, are? What? I went, what? How does he know? Like, imagine if I'm like, how does Obi Wan even know? Like, you know, like oh, Obi Wan oh, was holding Padme's the dude hand, who like helped
0: give birth. You know, <laughs> helping, holding Padme's hand as she said Luke, and then Leia. But you know what? If you're gonna, here's the thing. I have I have another one more thing about this about this topic, Ron. If you're going to introduce someone to Star Wars, and they know nothing, they do not know Vader is Luke's dad. They don't know any of that. Show them episodes four and five, and then show them episode three. <laughs> oh, let it linger. Let let the let the idea because like if they don't know anything, if Vader goes, Luke, I, or no, I am your father, and then like. There was a speculation going into Return of the Jedi when it came out in theaters. It was like, is Vader telling the truth? People didn't know. Oh, because duh. that's speculation at the end of the yeah, movie. Duh. Luke,
1: they don't. Luke know.
0: goes. Luke goes. He it can't be. He's lying. Like it, th- that can't be the truth. And they like connect while like after after the fact. And he's like, no, you are my son. And it's like, it can't that can't be the case, you know? And then you see him connect with Leia and stuff, and it, it like bridges that gap a little bit. Like, how does Leia? Sense Luke here. So basically, if
1: if you've never seen Star Wars and you know nothing, it would be best to watch four, five, one, two, three, six.
0: Yes, because it also it also makes the possibility of Luke falling to the dark side more real. If you watch Anakin fall to the dark side right before, because you'll watch you'll watch Anakin uh, get dressed up in all black and slowly fall to the dark side. And then you open up with Luke force choking a Gamorrean guard, making him pass out, potentially killing him. We don't know what happened there. Dressed in all black, showing up Dude, and fucking. Yeah. So like, because they don't even know,
1: know that Anakin is Vader. They exactly. don't even know that. And they don't know that. You know. Oh my god! Do you know how much more of an in- impactful that makes Mustafar? Like, so if you're more. watching that scene, knowing or not knowing that Vader's about to be created. Right before your eyes? Like I hope okay. I'm
0: well, there's say the potentiality it. that if like if you're watching if you're watching four or five, you don't know shit. He says he's his father, and then you watch three after having seen Obi Wan go, no Darth Vader. Wait, killed so you
1: all. think it'd be best to go
0: four, five, three? Well, no one, two, three. I mean, you see the full story of Anakin Skywalker there, but I mean if you're trying to save time, I think you can get three and just get enough out okay, of it. You know my question saying? is when I meet a woman
1: one day, I either hope she knows everything about Star Wars or nothing at all. That's that's my hope, so that I can either go through it for the first time with someone because that experience would be just cool. You know, it's either mm-hmm. going to happen with my wife or my kids. Yeah. Cuz I will be the one who watches Star Wars with my kids for the first time. Oh, 100%. And I guess the question I'm asking you is what order will you let your kids
0: watch it in? Or what order are you going to make your kids watch it in? <laughs> Here's the thing, is that I don't... I, I have an opportunity to do this now with Emily. Oh. Emily doesn't know shit. Emily doesn't know shit. Wow. Obviously, she knows she knows Vader is Luke's father because she's, she's heard that fucking line. However, if I show her the prequel trilogy, uh, I've shown her the Phantom Menace, and she's been like, she's gone that's luke's dad like that that is luke's so she's already she's already kind of like mm. that can't be right then you know what i'm saying like so, so we'll eventually get to we'll eventually get to episode three and then i'll come back to six and or four five and six because uh it, but generally it's hard to keep her attention
1: mm.
0: if you're not a if you're not a, it's grown hard. up oh, it is man. hard, it's hard to into it is because you're coming in with all these preconceived notions of what you're about to watch about how dorky and nerdy it is so you're you're already like if you didn't grow up watching it you're you're programmed to kind of go this is gonna suck you know what I'm saying <laughs> and I can't blame her. I can't blame her for having a tough time getting into it. I don't I don't even know if I'd like it a whole lot if I didn't grow up watching it. Maybe you know reading the saying? books first. Maybe can you imagine reading that
1: line of just Anakin killing Dooku and then watching the movie and be like oh my God I appreciate
0: this moment so much more. Like God, I don't know. However, let's uh, let's uh, return here.
1: Padme, I've been looking at it. I want Padme to go through just because she doesn't deserve the respect that she does. That she, you know, is given.
0: She deserves. She she deserves more. She deserves far more.
1: Much more. She is Uh, without Padme. No Star Wars. No babies to be born.
0: No Star Wars without Padme. And so, next round, we'll have Anakin Skywalker facing off with Padme Amidala.
1: And I think the it, it what really happened? Well, technically Padme killed uh or I mean, Palpatine killed Padme. I'm a firm I'm a firm believer in it that gotcha. Palpatine maybe she would have died, but Palpatine took Padme's life force, yeah, put I it into you. Vader. That's how Vader stayed alive. Just makes sense. That's how he knows Padme's dead, too. He even tells Vader, you know, in your anger, you killed her.
0: So what I'm finding here, given that we are two hours and 15 minutes into this episode... Yeah. ...is that while we thought these episodes would go faster as we got further, we're finding that our discussion only grows the harder the matchups are.
1: Which I think the reason why is because... Now we're not giving the small character the spotlight. We're giving the we're big talking character talking that we know about. a lot more yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and we haven't even gotten to Obi-Wan. We're, we're about to get to Obi-Wan.
0: We got Obi-Wan here versus Hera Syndulla. And, I mean, this is easy. Obi-Wan beats Hera Syndulla ten times the out of ten. dad jokes get... alone. alone. And here's the thing. If you want to hear me talk about Hera, <laughs> go listen to the Patreon exclusive. Go listen to the last episode. Because I talked, I oozed over Hera for a good ten minutes. You know, I I, I love her character and stuff. However, she's not Obi Wan Kenobi. I gave her I gave her the edge over Tarkin. That's true. You know, that's that's old, Like I, I was I I I can't wait for... to
1: watch Rebels because I I am really interested in her character and I'm. Oh, I'm and and she's
0: she's the one she's the one throughout the show that you'll just like she's the consistency. Mm. You know, she is the solid one. She is the one who is not by any means ever going to let you down. You know, like other people fuck up, not Hera. Hera doesn't fuck up.
1: I like that. You know, she,
0: yeah, she's she's like a great that. character. However, she's going off against Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi.
1: At least she got that first round. Beating Tarkin is no simple task. Um, no, it is not. It's not a simple task at all. And she did upset Tarkin. So, she upset I mean, she was our, her it's, first just, upset, it's so. just hard to beat Obi-Wan. It's, it's freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is that Obi-Wan Kenobi? Ah.
0: Hello there. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you imagine? I regret to inform you of the falling of the Jedi and the Republic. Goddamn. If the Kenobi series opens with that message... No!
1: No! No! It's going to happen now. It's going to happen now.
0: I regret to inform you of the falling of the Jedi and the Republic... Do not return to the temple.
1: What if this time he's like crying, though? Like,
0: if they made it that more, they like made it just, that re- you just, Like, You just
1: heard a mope, like, just like devastating. Just like, do not return to the temple. We are lost. Like,
0: you just- and that is something, though, is that I'm excited to hear it in Ewan McGregor's voice. Mm hmm. Because we have not heard it in your mcgregors mm. voice, we've heard it in James Arnold Taylor's voice, the voice of him in Clone Wars and in Rebels. Or
1: we see the message and him say it in a serious voice, but then when he hits, you know, stop, he's just like it breaks block. down, like
0: fuck. We've got to see, we've got to see a mopey Kenobi, right? I like, mean, dude,
1: his best friend, his brother,
0: you know. And then they don't give enough shine to this. His relationship to Padme was nothing to scoff at. Him and Padme practically grew up together because of their experiences in That's the Phantom Mass. Padme's know, like,
1: dead. Freaking his brother's gone. His master's
0: gone. Yoda's gone. He's under the impression Ahsoka's gone. Yoda's like,
1: gone too. Everybody around him is gone,
0: other than these two kids. I like to think, though, I, there is the fact that there, there's literature and stuff that says obi-wan's outlook upon going to look after luke skywalker on tatooine and it's that he couldn't have thought of a better way to honor his late friend than to look after his child so there is also the possibility that he finds solace that he is just i mean obviously he's gotta he's gotta experience some fucking sadness and trauma like that's just obvious he went through order 66 like it's it's gonna happen but I do like the idea that Luke is what brings him peace. It's what keeps him sane. It's him watching Luke grow is what keeps him grounded. It's what keeps him from losing it. Mm. You know. Mm. Man, lovely. This next one I Oh my god. Hold on. I can't even I can't even fathom what the Kenobi series is going to look like when he sees Luke Skywalker as a 9-year-old kid working on a fucking speeder or something. Like he saw Anakin and the Phantom Menace. Oh you-
1: my God, we're gonna see so many parallels.
0: So many parallels, dude. A, d- uh, a question: You think we catch a chut chut wado? A chut chut wado. Chut 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 wado.
1: Oh 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 God,
0: dude! You- because he's not dead. He has like he's not confirmed dead anyway. You think Obi Wan Kenobi pays Watto a fucking visit? Oh wow! Can you imagine? I mean, could happen. It could happen.
1: That dude gave him the engine that ended up saving the universe, kind of.
0: Practically, and I mean, like he was also in Attack of the Clones. You know, Anakin and Padme approach him when they're looking for his mother, and he's like. Anakin's like chut chut watto. That's why I say it like that. He's uh, he's like chut chut watto, and he's like Lilani. Okay.
1: Honestly, just because of the meme resurgence of him now, I think Filoni is just gonna find a way to put him in there. Yeah. Maybe we just hear uh, you know, it's at
0: the end of an episode we hear Obi, or you know, just a Kenobi. Kenobi. he's going to draw his lightsaber because he's going to be like, how is General Grievous alive again? (laughs) He's going to be like, oh shit, it's Uh, just Watto. uh,
1: (laughs) If I had to bet, I would say probably not, but I sure hope so.
0: That'd be outstanding. I would love it. I would love it. He should Uh, be on this list. Obi-Wan comes out over Harrison Della. We talk about Watto in our Patreon special. That's true. We considered him. Uh, we definitely considered him. He just didn't make this top sixty-four here. I was thinking about it last night, and I think I think we did miss a person who never even came up, oh. a character who never even came up in in the discussion for the seating.
1: Give me the trilogy.
0: Or is it Original. a show? Original. Okay, hold on. Original with some appearances in the Clone Wars. Ooh. Uh, not prominent, but classic. Also not human. I'll give you that too.
1: Ooh, it's not Greedo, is it? I think we talked about Greedo.
0: We talked about Greedo. He's a bounty hunter. How about that?
1: Am I just blanking? Is it a,
0: is it a? Is it something? He's not prominent. He he only makes one appearance in Empire Strikes Back, and he was loved for it. And then he got a background a little bit in the Clone Wars. Bosk. Bosk. I I don't recognize my name. Bosk. Yeah. You recognize Bosk. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Have you played Battlefront 2?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bosk, this dude. You
0: you recognize Bosk.
1: Okay. Bosk. I know about him. Yeah.
0: Bosk, and like, there's a reason he didn't come up. He's not prominent. However... The fact that he's a character in Battlefront 2 is enough for me to – like a character you can use in Battlefront 2 propels him high enough for me because that makes him a big deal. A lot of people know Bosk because of that.
1: Oh, what was
0: – there's a character. Um...
1: What's his name? I-, I can picture him.
0: Imbo. Cad Bane. Oh, Cad Bane. Cad that guy. Was... Bane
1: kind of deserves to be on this list.
0: No, I'm not going to lie. We didn't give we didn't give the Clone Wars mm. quite the shake it deserved. I don't think uh, Cad Bane, Barriss Offee, the Jedi who acute that uh, stood that accused Ahsoka or framed Ahsoka. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: that was Barrett's a good arc. Ofi. That was a good arc. I
0: like. We and we discussed like Kit Fisto and Plo Koon, but a couple other Jedi that probably deserved to be discussed. There was Shock T and Isla mm. uh, or Ayla. I can't remember how to pronounce her name. It's like A A Y L A or something like that. Uh, she's the blue uh the blue Tweelik you know mm-hmm. uh the one who got shot down on Felucia that's just brutal rip that they just like keep firing on her, but you can't see it because of the flower and stuff hmm. like it's just a it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of characters yeah. from that from that that we probably probably missed out a little bit, but not a big deal ultimately doesn't doesn't affect the bracket too much they probably would have that's mostly true. been eliminated early on. I just wanted to give them their shine a little bit uh. What's next? Last matchup of the day. We got Chewbacca versus Captain Rex. Now, on paper... Is this the he's... biggest upset of the bracket? This this might be the biggest upset of the bracket. Um, But... Cap... It's not going to be. Chewbacca, Chewbacca wins, but... Does he? I mean, okay. I think simply because of his presence. The presence throughout... The saga is astounding. The The appearance in Revenge of the Sith, where he is friends with Yoda on Kashyyyk. Solo, where he meets Han Solo. The original trilogy, where we're like, he is the guy. He's one of the guys you love in the original trilogy. There's nothing to hate about Chewbacca. And then he's one of the best parts of the sequel trilogy. And let me tell you, his reaction to Han Solo dying when he, when he just lets out that bellowing roar and then no questions asked, shoots Kylo. A kid who he has watched grow up. Like, he's like... Like, rage overtook Chewbacca in that moment. And he, he tried to kill his nephew. Like, that's... That's some intention. And then when Leia died... Fuck. Never had I cried more in a Star Wars movie than when Chewbacca learned that Leia died. When he just... Uh, just, like, just, like, starts breaking down. And the way Finn looked at him and went... like Immediately, as soon as they heard Leia died... Finn and Poe both checked on Chewie. They were like, Ugh. he has officially lost everyone. That was it, Who's, you know.
1: Whose story is sadder in Star Wars, Chewbacca or Obi-Wan? <sighs> like they both I lost mean, everyone in their lives. Everyone. Obi-Wan had Luke though. He has well, there's
0: also there's also the thing that Chewbacca was like 220 that's true. At the time of Revenge of the Sith, Chewie's an he's, old boy. he's an old dude. He's an old dude. So it's like uh, it's he's had a long life. Uh it's been uh I I, I got to imagine it's been relatively well. Uh But I mean we we get Captain Rex for the Clone Wars and I love I love me some Captain Rex. Love and death. And the fact that he was able to resist Order 66 for even a second to tell Ahsoka to find fives. Is cool. I can't in good conscience advance Captain Rex over Chewbacca, though. It's true. However, this would be one, if you wanted to, and I would allow it, that I'd be like, let's make it more interesting and slide them past.
1: Let me tell you, I'm not going to be the one to let Captain Rex slide past Chewbacca. Or Chewbacca not go. I'm not going to be the one to do that. I think it's just, it sounds
0: like both of us then both of us have a consensus here. Chewbacca deserves It's to
1: disrespectful both. to not put Chewbacca on and the next matchup, Obi-Wan, Captain Rex Chewbacca doesn't have a
0: better shake. Exactly. Chewbacca has a better shake. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is the sweet 16 solidified, I believe. So the
0: sweet 16 we have here got Luke Skywalker versus Maul, Palpatine versus Grogu, Anakin versus Padmé, Obi-Wan versus Chewbacca, Vader versus Dooku, Yoda versus Lando, Leia versus Ahsoka, and Han versus Din. Whoo! Those are some fucking matchups, buddy. I can't think of like better matchups than Han versus Din, Leia versus Ahsoka. Mm. Like that's that's just perfect. I mean, Anakin versus Padmé, that's mm. a fun one. That's yeah, it is a, a fun, fun one. One to talk that is a good one. Palpatine and Grogu probably going to be a little tougher when we actually talk about it. I got to think. It's true. We'll, we'll have a tough time. We'll have a tough time separating with Palpatine here, given his influence. But nevertheless, we will see the Sweet Sixteen next week. Boy, wow. boy, round of thirty-two. That was fucking fun, and a lot, and and almost an hour longer than the round of sixty-four. That is somehow
1: wow. Yeah, that is so, somehow half the matches. Some- Dub, like, but
0: double the talk, not double, double the, talk. double the talk, yeah, not double, double double the talk would have been three hours and 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. We're not there. Not quite there. However, but, if you want to stick around and, and we're going to, if, if you, if you still want to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then this will, this will surely pass like a good four hours of conversation at least today. Oh, prob- probably. I would uh, say so. I'd say so. Uh, but that concludes the round of 32. Uh, I have nothing else to say. That was a great conversation. A lot of conversations. All Star Wars. All Star Wars. And I fucking loved it. Like that.
1: A little bit of 2001 A Space Odyssey. A
0: little bit. Just <laughs> snuck it in there. A bit. Uh, but fuck, man. This has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, bud. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Of course. The round of 32 is concluded. I'm going to put it up on Twitter. Let y'all vote. Go follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Uh Go follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. And uh, if you want some extra content, we've got a lot of it on patreon.com slash Bloom where we did the seeding for this tournament. We have an extra hour and 40 minutes of content on a Bad Batch episode, an extra 50 minutes on another, an extra 45 minutes on another. So there's just like a whole bunch of content there for you. And, uh, and then the three-hour preparation for this, which uh, we'll do, we'll be doing again for Marvel at some point. And that'll be where the prep is, patreon.com slash bloom. So uh, be ready. Be fucking ready. Well, All I got to say. Lots coming up. Lots coming up. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.